This is Justin Smith of Palmetto Coast Exotics. And this is Jacob Ross with Longley Fertilia, and you are listening to the Herpeticulture Podcast, which is part of the Herpeticulture Network. Enjoy. Try to not, dude. Not I don't know what happened. Okay, cigars just, like, on yourself. It like pivoted, and then it like spun, sat here on my shoulder like a fucking parrot for like uh, two seconds, <laughs> long enough to to burn me. Ashed all over my shoulder. I don't know. I kind of wish I'd recorded it so I go back and at least see what happened. Once know. it started falling, it was it was like in slow motion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nice. But we're here. Jack Oliver's back. This is THP number 194. Ooh, closing it on 200. That's right. Start planning. This episode is brought to you by blackboxcages.com. Check them out on Facebook, Instagram. If you end up getting yourself a cage or a rack Which or both. Should which you should, and you go to checkout, and it says, enter discount code. You go and go on your keyboard. You're going to hit T, as in Thomas, H, as in hemorrhoid, N, as in network, T-H-N. Save yourself a little bit of money. Get yourself something nice. You will not regret it. Best enclosures on the market. Fastest lead times. What else? I mean, what else is there to, to not entice you i mean if nothing else any of any enclosure option you can imagine they got you just about yeah yeah just about as far as add-ons obviously for massive enclosures i mean they have pretty big they do have big enclosures the biggest one they have is like what seven eight foot in terms of like traditional lengthwise i think yeah yeah, i think they have an eight footer and then they have that big i don't know the exact dimensions of it but it's on like six to eight casters it's a big stand-up cabinet type deal it's really yeah it's cool. like a six by six i think or five six by, by six five, by maybe. three maybe i forget yeah it's a big freaking cage it's really cool i don't have anything to really that i would no. put in it except for maybe the jansen eye that would be an absolute pimp mansion for oh, the jansen eye if i That'd put him in that awesome would be sweet uh either way blackboxcages.com use code thn at checkout Steve Snakeshire and his Venom Hot Sauce. He's been with us for years. You, If you haven't gotten it yet, what are you waiting on? Collect the whole set. You won't regret it. They're all delicious. Cottonmouth Sauce is the house favorite here <laughs> at THN. That's right. The one we recommend the most. Uh, and then if you're getting those hot sauces, you're helping Steve who does a lot of public education rehabilitation. He takes in animals like unwanted pets and stuff, you know, gets them on the mend if they're in bad shape and then gets them in better situations or just holds on to them and uses them for his public uh, outreach. So check that out. Steve And then fulviusapparel.com right now. Free shipping. If you're in the U S use the code, send it at checkout. <laughs> Um, I got some new stuff that I'm planning to add to the website here shortly. I got Alterna hats back in stock. Just haven't updated inventory on the website yet. And 
probably gonna do like a, a giveaway soon. Get the word out a little more. So uh, free shipping in the U.S. now until the end of the month. So there's another week or so of that. So take advantage of it. I need to give me one of those. I need to give me one of those King Break shirts. Man. Yeah, those, those I haven't. Hey. Yeah. Yeah, I need to add those to the site still. That's one of like the the earliest. That was originally oh, like a THN design that I did for like the network, and then decided to uh, take the artist's work and copyright it for <laughs> Fulvius. I'm the artist, sure, man. I'm the artist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, again, Jack Oliver's back. It's been a minute. We've done some herping. If anyone's listened to the show the past couple weeks, we were in Athens with Jack with some of the other guys. Um, you've been, things have been sort of shifting up there yeah. in your gang. Yeah, man. I haven't really gotten rid of anything. I'm just, what I'm getting is different than what I had planned to get before. So you're adding new. Yeah. Yeah. So. You're getting the, the turtle. You're turning into Turtle Man. Yeah, I like turtles, man. Like the kid said, I, I like me. turtles. I like turtles. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> I've been getting a ton of turtles. I, you know, I started with turtles. Um, I had a snake first, but most of what I had growing up was turtles. That was when I went herping to go find when I was a kid was turtles. So, just felt right coming back to them now. You know, they're expensive though. I couldn't, I couldn't really keep turtles like I do now <laughs> in college. So. Uh, what's like the, the, uh, the turtles themselves are expensive or like no. the upkeep is expensive yeah the upkeep yeah they're i mean for like a normal slider you're talking about 150 gallons of water that you need just for the one turtle and if that's not outside you're talking a fish tank that's like 500 dollars, you know so right. yeah they're they're expensive that's for sure so i've been moving to a lot of outdoor setups and getting what i can inside and just been having fun with it, man. There's a lot of more DIY in that realm as well, just because I feel like there's less people keeping turtles. So yeah, definitely. And there's also the fact that like a lot of people like obviously you can buy a, a pond, you know, like the plastic, you know, yeah, cut out on a pond, but there's not really people, there's not a company or anybody out there like building enclosures specifically for outside turtles, at least for the most right. part. You know, right. So that's all that's basically like building a pond and then putting a cage around it and then that's your enclosure, you know. But yeah, it's definitely a lot exactly. more involved. I don't know. I exactly. think I'd almost prefer that because then I have sort of the freedom and flexibility yeah. to kind of do what I want around it, you know, like position it where I want it in terms of spatial awareness with the rest of it around said mm -hmm. pond. You know, that kind of thing. But what was the yeah. uh, sort of the the catalyst for the sudden? I don't know that I necessarily say sudden, but like what's what spurred the the turtle thing to come back? Yeah, so I've I've had turtles continuously. I've I've had an alligator snapping turtle since college. Um, I've had a yellow bay slider since college, um, and a box turtle. But uh, when we were at Daytona last year man there are so many turtles there because the shows around here you don't you don't see turtles like you don't 
it, it no one breeds turtles up here um and if they do it's very small numbers daytona has got a lot of well i think daytona is probably i think it's safe to say daytona is probably the biggest like colonian focused show and that's because wayne who puts on the show is a massive turtle and tortoise guy yeah absolutely <clears throat> yeah i would i i mean some of the california shows might be you know, compete with it, but I wouldn't say anything's on the same level as that. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's, and you get <clears throat> all the big turtle farms down there. Um, yeah. Like turtle source and stuff. They're all at that show. And I don't know, dude, that was, that was wild seeing that many turtles in one spot for me. I was like going turtle crazy. So I bought <laughs> uh Florida red belly <clears throat> and then a, a smooth shop or spiny shop shell while I was down there and then just went, like crazy after that i was getting all kinds of stuff so man you bought a, you bought a soft shell i didn't i didn't see that yeah man yeah That's it was awesome. a much smaller when i got it that thing's growing very <laughs> fast is it one of the ones that'll get really big it's not a florida but the spinies still get like pretty big especially the females <laughs> yeah yeah it'll probably be 20 to 30 inches long so oh dude so I know this is off topic, but a couple of not off topic, but just change direction real quick. Lat the other week when me and Preston went down to see Skyler, we were on the way back and we saw a massive soft shell on the side of the road. Like, dude, I'm talking this thing was like supposedly we have them here, like but I've big. never seen any. I've never seen them here, no, but this thing was freaking huge man so Preston was like dude turn around he's about to get whacked you know because his head was like poking out on the side of the road so I whipped the truck around and you know kind of parked on the road turned on my hazards and we just like kind of pushed him a little bit you know he we just kind of walked across the road with him you know and like yeah. stopped traffic and stuff because this thing was huge you could tell it was old like its skin was real like it was kind of it wasn't rough looking but you could tell it was old turtle you know it was so cool man thought oh, it was man. one of those sand pit turtles <laughs> that's awesome there you gotta be careful with them too man their necks are like longer than the snapping turtle like that's why yeah their jaws are bad too like that's a bad bite for that's sure that's why we were like yeah don't really touch it you know we're just kind of yeah. <laughs> very back from the end kind of you know pressing pressing yeah. the one that kind of scooted him you know i was watching traffic but it was, he was like, yeah, dude, don't get anywhere near the sides of this thing. <laughs> like, if anything, the very, very back. Those Floridas are crazy, too, man. I mean, the, the they're living with alligators out in the wild, you know. So, actually, I've been to Gatorland, and they have in their big, like, alligator swamp thing that they've got in there. They've got massive soft shells, and there's probably, like, I don't know, 400 alligators in the swamp. Jeez. You'd think it'd be, you know, toast, but... Yeah, but yeah, the soft shells are definitely one of my favorite turtles for sure. Um, I don't know why they're just weird, and I like weird turtles. Oh, um, dude, I love them. They're probably my favorite yeah. turtle on the planet, man. Like, yeah, so cool. Yeah, they're the poor man's fly river, man. Yeah, they're, they're awesome. Yeah. So, I definitely want to get more like you know, like the some of the ones from Africa and some of the Indian soft shells. Um, but those are those are expensive for sure. So probably some hard to come by too. Yeah, super hard to come by. Nobody's really 
breeding them in the U.S. So um, I'm sure there are people, but not, you know, on a regular basis. But, but yeah, turtles have been uh, the thing. I, I actually just got four new turtles. I got two uh, Podocnemus unifilis and then two uh, Indian spotted turtles. And I believe yeah, they actually came from cool. – dude. Those things are, <laughs> they're like, I sit down there. That's probably the main thing I watch when I sit down there. Those and my, my wood turtles, but they're like, I don't know. They're, they're crazy looking and they're so inquisitive. And, but those actually came from, I believe Wayne Hill. So he, mm -hmm. um, he like produced, I don't know, like 400 of them or something this year and sent, he's a board member for the TTBG. So he sent them out. Uh, to Cameron Lamb, and then he, you know, distributed them across the U.S. to TTPG members um, to sort of get like a captive propagation program going, which is pretty cool because um, they're both ESA listed animals. So there's no buy-in between states. So um, yeah, that that part of the turtle hobby is definitely like my favorite part because everyone's, you know, you got the morph stuff in the radiated sliders. It's kind of like the ball python. That's where the money is, sort of. But then like I would say equivalent or maybe even more popular is just like the random species, which is really cool. Um, and everyone's not really in it for the money. They just like turtles, um, which is pretty cool. So, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. That's been... Well, give us a, give us a quick rundown. You know, obviously we can't think of everything off the cuff, but like give us you know, some of the species that you're working with right now. Yeah. So turtle wise, I've, the four or the two species I just talked about, I've got uh, North American wood turtles, um, which are, dude, they're so cool as well. They're like, uh, there's like some study that says they're the smartest reptile on the planet. And they really? like tap on the ground and like, so that it simulates rain so that the earthworms come up They're, I mean, they're, what? they're so smart. Yeah. Whenever I go to feed them, man, they're like little wolves. Like they'll come out of the, like they'll be buried and stuff. And as soon as I, they hear me opening the glass, their enclosure, they're like out of the ground coming up, like. What, what am I going to give them? So they're really cool. Um, are those so the ones that them. are native up north? Yeah. Yeah. I think they come down to Virginia, I want to say. We, don't we, we have some species of – what do we have? We have uh, we have bog turtles, maybe. In South maybe that's Carolina. what I'm thinking they're, of. They're in the same genus. Okay. So. Yeah, that's definitely what I'm thinking of then. And spotted turtles as well. Mm -hmm. I was about to say, I found one of the coolest herp finds I've ever had was a spotted turtle in the middle of the freaking woods, dude. <laughs> like, That's was, awesome. I don't even know. Like, I don't know how aquatic they are. I'm not like turtle oriented, you know. So I know white mm -hmm. turtles are mostly terrestrial, aren't they? They're sort of like they, ish. Yeah, they spend half the year on land and then half the years like in the okay. water. So like when they're like really eating and mating and stuff like that that's going to be in the water um i think they might hibernate in the water as well and then uh like spring and fall they're out in the right like bogs and fields and stuff okay yeah so now i was in the woods one day and i looked down and just saw this like black turtle with yellow spots just all over it i was like what the fuck is that yeah you know like that was one of my honestly one of my favorite finds like ever you know herping never yeah i haven't seen one of those i know they're here but i've never seen them here yeah, that's the only one i've ever seen that's probably that's definitely 
those and diamondback terebrins in terms of native species uh, and like water turtles those have got to be it and then box turtles i have a i have a soft spot for i do too yeah do you guys ever found a diamondback how about you i've had people I've... bring them to me babies that just hatched i tracked them on an island here so i've seen them in the wild but i've never carped one Gotcha. I, I saw one in like Myrtle Beach behind like a bar. There was like a like a boardwalk over the marsh and I was looking down. And I was like, oh my God, there's a baby Diamondback Terrapin right there. Mm -hmm. um, oh, Diamondback Terrapin. I thought you meant. No, I've actually found a lot. I thought I was on Eastern Diamondback for whatever reason. Uh, Diamondback <laughs> Terrapins. Yeah, I've actually found a lot of those. Really? Okay. Yeah, I used to. So I worked on a plantation for um, my college internship. And um, I did a lot of trapping for armadillos like around the houses. And there was a, our main house was right on the water. I used to mm -hmm. catch them in my traps all the time. Really? I have tons of pictures of diamondback terrapins from just catching them in traps. I had two of them in one, one time. And um, yeah, I, I caught them all the time. I loved it, dude, because those are also my favorite, you know, like one of my favorite Chelonians. Like they're, yeah. oh, they're so, they're so freaking cool, man. Um, yeah, I, I've, I've, I've never harped one, but I caught them all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but they're, there's actually, they're definitely some of the prettiest for sure. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, dude. There's Thank a you. sign on the way to Hunting Island from Buford yeah. that says "Terrapin yeah. Xing" on it. I want to yeah. steal that sign so bad, dude. I want to say, <laughs> it's, like, isn't it like May and June that it says that's when they're nesting? Like, yeah. But yeah, uh, yeah they're awesome man that's such an i mean it's just interesting to me not only because it's you know native to our area down here on the coast but just the fact that you know there's a like a history behind them and the fact that they were at one point you know almost extinct because they were being eaten by people on a massive scale and like it's yeah the only species that you're gonna see in or near salt water which i think is really interesting you know the color of them the pattern yeah. Uh, all the ones that I've seen in captivity were like dogs. They just, you walked up to them. Yeah. I mean, uh, most water turtles, but like you walk up to the tub and they're all just like, oh my God. <laughs> you know, and yeah. I just, uh, they look like so much fun. I just, I would love to keep them by space, man. Space yeah. To them. yeah. Like when it's I was a kid, I had water thing. turtles and they were cool and they were fun and all. But <laughs> God, it was like there was no filter strong enough on the planet to handle more no. than one turtle per tank. And if I was going to do it now, I'd want to go all out and do something, you know, big and you yeah. know, something they could really use instead of trying to go as economical as possible. Right. Yeah. You got to change water. Like I change my water at least once a week. It's, oh, it's wow. a lot of work, man. Yeah. It's just like a fish. It's, it's a lot of work for sure. Yeah. Cause it, it, they, I mean, the same things that affect fish affect them. Like if there's too much ammonia in the water, they're going to start getting fungus and stuff like that on mm -hmm. them. So yeah, that, that's, that's probably the hardest part, not just space, but that like keeping up on top of the water is the hardest part about turtles. So um, do you do like full changes once a week or do you do like partial change? Cause I know like when I was yeah. dealing with fish a little bit, a lot of people would say, don't do like a full chain, only do a full change every like few months, you know, like, but do, like half 25 to 50 percent changes frequently i do like 50 to 75 percent okay um like once a week um 
and then I have a bunch of tubs downstairs that are, um, they're like those, the yellow top tubs that you can get at Lowe's. Yeah. You know, I heard Home Depot. Black the ones. rugged, yeah, the yeah. rugged, tough, rugged totes or something, whatever they're called. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I have four of those and they're all plumbed together into a drain. And so then that just drains like into my sump uh, or sump pump. And then I just drain it out. So I just literally turn a valve. And so those are probably getting changed like 90%, but they have a lot less like beneficial bacteria going on just because the filtration isn't the same level as my other setups. Are there so. any plants that help with that kind of stuff? Yeah. I know like, I, you get like a algae balls that people have for like betas mm-hmm. and stuff. I don't know if those actually do anything besides look. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about those. I, I keep uh duckweed and then there's a couple of like other floating plants that I use. I actually collected that duckweed down in Hilton Head uh, while I was down there. So Dude, we have duckweed everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now is I that, do too. Is that literally just collecting it and then putting it in a tub and it just takes off on its own? Yeah. Yeah, that stuff grows like crazy, dude. I have four tubs now with that completely, and then three tanks that are there's duckweed completely over the top of that. Do you just like scoop it out periodically, at least some of it, to kind of control it? Like, you know, yeah, my uh, yellow blade slider will eat duckweed, so I'll just throw it it in there with him. The glitter of aquatic (laughs) flora, yeah, exactly what it is. (laughs) If you're trying to keep things like looking nice, it's definitely not. The way yeah. to go for sure, but I think it gives it a really cool look, you know. Yeah, I, mean, I, I, yeah. I, I like the look too. of it because it's not no, you can't see over the top, but I feel like mm-hmm. that helps them because they can, especially sliders, man. That's how you see them all the time. They'll be yeah. in the duckweed and just their little heads just like poking mm-hmm. up out of it. It's like you can barely see them. All you see is two little beady eyes like looking yep. up at you, you know. Like I, I think it looks really cool, and I think it's really good for the animals. So yeah, you, you have any with Kevin? No, I've tried, man. That that tank, I, I don't know what's going on with it, but it plants won't grow in there. I don't know if I don't have enough light or something, but I have like terrestrial plants that I have right. planters that mm-hmm. go into the water and they grow fine, but nothing in the water will stay. Hmm. So I don't know. I haven't like tried a ton because to, you know, get a starter group of plants in there is like a lot of money. So I've just been throwing like, you know, a little bit in at a time to see if it'll stick and it, I don't know where it goes, but it goes away. So yeah. I'd be interested to to see if there was any benefit with crocodilians in particular, if mm-hmm. duckweed made a difference in terms of their sort of security slash confidence slash temperament versus yeah. having that. Because I would imagine, even with like younger stuff, especially, I would think duckweed would would help a lot in that that department. But yeah, I wish I could get. Um, Water hyacinth and, and water lettuce, lettuce, but it's illegal in South Carolina. So really, yeah, because of like it being potentially invasive. So they, I, uh, I didn't think yeah. anything was illegal here. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be the only thing they do care about. Yeah, yeah. which makes sense. I mean, that shit can take over an entire waterway pretty quickly. So yeah, oh, yeah. For some of those. Plants and South Carolina is one for some bad plants, man. Like, do y'all get a bunch of t- Chinese tallow trees up there? I don't know. I don't know what that looks oh, like. Okay. Yeah, never mind. Yeah, we had we have Chinese tallow trees everywhere here, and they're really bad. They can actually they can drop because they grow near water. They'll drop near mm-hmm. a waterway, and they can actually float across a river and then hit <laughs> land and germinate. Like it's it's kind mm. of insane. 
But anyway, yeah. Back to your uh, list. What do you like? Yeah. Turtles. We kind of got yeah, Jake there. derailed us. I did. You did. <laughs> I think I might have. Yeah. It was awesome. Um, <laughs> no, so I I think I said wood turtles, North American wood turtles. So then I've got South American wood turtles too, but that's a different genus. They're uh, Rhinoclemmies, uh, Punctularia. Um, so they're really cool. They're from Guyana. So the goal is going to be to put those in with Kevin because um, they're from the same area uh, in the wild. So. Uh, get a little biotope type thing going on there. Yeah. Um, they're really cool. They're not as they're not as switched on as the North American wood turtles, but they're still pretty like aware of what's going on. Um, so that that whole genus, I just want like a ton more rhinoclemmies. They're some of my favorite species for sure. And those um, ornate ones that used to come in all the time, like the imports, um, they're like some of the prettiest turtles I think out there, especially if you get a captive bred baby and raise it up, their shells are like red and yellow and all kinds of colors. So definitely want some of those. Um, but yeah, I've got a yellow belly slider, uh, the soft shell we talked about, um, the Florida red belly. I've got two box turtles right now. One's just, um, my neighbor brought it to me. It's got a swollen infected eyes so i'm keeping it separate from everything and i'm just trying to treat the eye and bring it back to where it was um because we we have limits in south carolina we've got uh i think you can own two box turtles per person so oh, trying okay. to yeah trying to stay away from being at the maximum of any any limit so so um, just quick on that is that per um, person as in if there's two people in your house you can have four no, I or think it's just it like per household. like a household. Yeah, it might be per per household. Yeah, okay, I got you. Yeah, I think it's so like in total, it's ten native turtles per household. Um, you can only have two of those being box turtles, and only two of those can be diamondbacks or diamondback terrapins, and then you okay. can have like up to ten of everything else. So to a total of ten turtles. So, um, but yeah, so. Yeah, so the two box turtles. The other one that I, I have is uh, another rescue somebody brought to me. Um, they Their dog, like, chewed on it, like a chew toy. Ooh, so cool. its its whole shell is, like, destroyed. It can't go back in the wild. I mean, it can't even nearly close up. So that one can't go back in the wild. Um, so she's got a big outdoor pen uh, with me, and she's living out there. So, um, And then the alligator snapping turtle. And I think that's everything. Oh, no, I've got... Um, two hybrid yellow slider radiator sliders um that i caught at a park near me and i was like these can't go back because they're hybrids so now i have two radiator slider yellow sliders that i didn't really want but um <laughs> <laughs> gotta keep them and then i have a, a common musk turtle as well oh so, dude musk turtles are awesome yeah dude i want a ton more musk turtles musk and mud turtles for sure that whole complex is one yeah of my it's favorites. really cool the yeah. same it's funny the actually the same day i found the spotted i also caught a mud turtle it was really? in a, yeah it was in a ditch that i was walking down and i just saw this little little small turtle just like <laughs> you know through the mud. i was like what the hell is that so i reached in and grabbed him i was like what the hell is this thing <laughs> i had no idea but i looked it up and like this was years ago but was, you know back when i was in college and um yeah, I had no idea those were a thing, and I looked it up. I was like, man, these are cool, man. <laughs> Two yeah. turtles I've never seen before in one day. Are, would you know if it was a three-stripe or just an eastern mud? 
I'm guessing Eastern. It didn't have any stripes. Okay. If if they have stripes, no, it was not. I'll send you a picture. I I have an old picture, but yeah, I'm pretty sure it was just Eastern Mud Turtle. Gotcha. Yeah, down by y'all, y'all have the the three stripes and the Easterns. I really want one of the three stripes for sure. They're pretty cool. You know, um, me and and Chaz actually saw one while we were all herping out there. It got away. We couldn't get it but i saw i assume it was a mud turtle because it was yeah small and it just was it muddy i mean it <laughs> dove into the mud and disappeared yep. so i'm guessing but i saw i think like three of those of the mud, oh, really mud turtles while we were out there yeah just in, like over where we found that water snake in the tree yeah that's where you know, i saw that that's where i saw the one yeah, yeah. It was in that spot i think they were mud turtles that was one of my but, favorite yeah, areas of that trip, dude. That spot was dude, so cool. That was the weirdest spot. There were so many. Um, did you see the the dead turtles, like all the shells? Yeah, I saw some of the shells too. Yeah, we probably saw like twelve dead. I don't know if they're sliders or cooters, but they. I mean, big like 12, 15 inch turtles mm-hmm. that were like the just the shells were left. It was dude, weird, dude. Dude, that place that place was like Narnia. Like, yeah. I was walking yeah. through, and there's just this beautiful stream and open grassland. Yeah. It's like this bodies everywhere. Like fucking Narnia. <laughs> dude, this is crazy. Such yeah. a cool spot. I wonder if that spot floods. It, it looked like it did, but I can't imagine. I bet you with the a, water coming through there. I bet you with a fat rain, it, it would. If, if they got some serious rain, it would definitely flood out there. Um, that was that was one of my favorite spots for sure. Oh yeah, I could have stayed in that one area all freaking day, dude. Look at the water snakes and anything else. Do you not have out. issues with your box turtle digging? Um, it actually doesn't dig that much, but the area that I have it in, I've got like a sidewalk, like a cement sidewalk, um, all the way around it, and so then I lit, and then my house it, it butts up against my house, so I literally just had to put like two walls in. And so it would have to dig under like two feet of sidewalk in order to get out. Okay. So it's pretty, and it doesn't, it doesn't dig very often either. So my parents had, when we were living in Virginia, when I was, this is like circa early two thousands, my parents had a garden in the backyard. They were, they were growing stuff in. And I remember we, somehow we found some box turtles. So I don't know if it was in the yard or whatever, but I remember putting them in that garden because it was covered was like fenced in with like chicken wire mm-hmm. and i remember it was like constant those things were able to like dig their way out and it was like there's no keeping these things in here it doesn't happen so i've always i won't say always but if there's any species that's tempted me besides spotteds and diamondbacks it's been you know boxers and I'm always like, I, again, if I'm going to do it, I want to give it a lot of space. And I'm like, if I do yep. give it a lot of space, it's going to be outside. And if it's going to be outside, it's going to dig its way out. So, um, yeah. I mean, if you if you go down like 12 inches on your barrier, mm-hmm. you're fine on them. It's not like, like if you got like a Russian tortoise or something, I'd go like two feet. But mm-hmm. they're, they're, I mean, I know that they do dig. Mine doesn't, but it wouldn't dig past 12 inches. Right. So, and especially they, they, Especially if you get a captive one, the wild ones for sure are much more like I'm trying to get back to my home range here. I'm trying to get out of here. Um, but the captive ones are, are much better, especially if they have a um, like a space that they're happy with. You know, yeah. they're not going to be trying to get out all the time. Yeah, so. that's part of the reason for me too is not really 
I don't think I ever will keep them, but like the space thing and knowing how much they move, travel, and mm-hmm. it, just within the last couple of months, I found two box turtles here right around the corner from the house and stuff, and helped them across the road and and stuff. So it's like it's nice to know that they're there and like that if I, I you know, I see them periodically and you know that's enough. Like I found a little female crossing the road just like the week before last, um, and I'm glad I I did because I'm sure she would have been nailed if if it wasn't yeah. passing by but you know i helped her across the the road and then took it a step further because there's a really deep ditch on the side that she was going towards so i hopped across that and just put her on the other side of it and let her do her thing but mm-hmm. it's, it's it's cool to see those because that's not a species that you see nearly as much as i think you used to and it seems like it's getting slimmer and slimmer as as time goes by so i haven't yeah. seen one in a long time actually it's been a it's been a hot minute. It's always a treat, though, man. I, I yeah. absolutely love finding box turtles. They're they're so cool. We found we found I think two of them out at or we found three. One was dead um, because it was actually you know in the lake. So I, I was assuming that somebody picked this turtle up and then put it in the water because they thought it was a water turtle. No, um, man. Yeah, so that was pretty unfortunate. But we we found two other ones that were alive, and uh, we were out at Kings Mountain up by me. Um, so that was pretty cool, but I road cruised there the night before or two nights before and found, uh, two DORs, um, of box turtles as well. So there's a lot out there, but every time one of those gets hit, man, it's, it's a big loss, especially if it's yeah. female. So yeah, man, it's, that's what I don't, I will never understand. Cause you know, they did that study with the rubber snakes and the rubber turtles and stuff on roadways to see what people do and the amount of people that went out of their way to hit the rubber turtles was really just yeah, man. what like, yeah. why like i don't know anybody that hates turtles enough to where they're like oh i'm gonna hit it like, dude, dude i've never met a single person that's like yo fuck turtles. exactly that's yeah. why like, weird I've, I've met snakes, plenty of people that i kind of get i get it yeah. i've met plenty yeah. of people that are terrified of snakes and frogs so i've met so many people that are just horrified of both you know i've met several people that are terrified of frogs never made sense to me but whatever <laughs> but turtles Nobody yeah. just likes turtles, dude. It's not a, yeah. it's not a thing. No, it's I, and that's a big target, especially like I, I see tons of like cooters and sliders that are hit. Oh, dude, and yeah. dude, they're massive. Like you could very easily avoid that. You know, it's yeah. Yeah, I don't understand. I really don't. But you know, we got a lot of rednecks by me, so. That's extra Same. points, you know. They're driving, and that's five points for them to hit a turtle. So exactly, yeah. Dude, nobody, nobody cares, you know. Like, yeah. there, there's some people out there who just literally just want to kill shit, and that's yep. that's yeah. it. Like, there's no rhyme or reason for it. Just, I've literally heard a guy say, "I just like killing stuff." <laughs> yeah. So it was actually a Clemson student because I just looked it up. It was a Clemson student that did the study. This was in 2012. Shout out the Tigers. Oh, gross. Losers. <laughs> it says, initial experiment, placed rubber turtles in the middle of a busy street near the Clemson campus in South Carolina and watched as oh. 7 out of 267 cars purposefully crushed the fake turtles in the space of an hour. Bad look for Clemson. said, of the 1,000 cars he watched go by, 6% of drivers went out of their way to try and hit the rubber animals, which were stationed safely on the shoulder. Bad to hear. Just odd. That's really sad, dude. I mean, six percent. 
out of a yeah, thousand. I mean, that's not a ton. That's like what sixty. Maybe they knew it was rubber. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe what? they're Gamecock fans. Were like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> what What year was that study? Oh, that's six hundred six. Hold on a second. God, I'm really bad at math. Yeah, that's sixty. Sixty people out of a thousand. Um, that was 2012. It says is when this article. Okay. Let's see. Should've been looking out for rubber turtles all the time I was there. <laughs> like, yeah, let me cop one of these. Put out rubber turtles no bigger than a saucer. Saucer. Where do you even get rubber turtles that big? The rubber star. <laughs> no, just a Dollar Tree. I don't even know. I've never actually seen a rubber turtle. Well, no, I'm sure, like toys. <laughs> a Western Carolina University psychology professor said, "Sometimes humans feel they need to prove they are the dominant species on this planet by taking a two-ton metal vehicle and squishing a defenseless creature under the tires." Oh my god! Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, I don't get it. I mean, turtles are probably the most likable reptile we got. So they definitely are. <laughs> like, there's no doubt about that. Yeah. Like, like I said, I've never met somebody. It's like you know, man. Fuck turtles. Yeah. Like that's. Stupid. That's that's the other reason I've been getting more turtles too. Is you know my girlfriend is all in on the turtles. She's she is all about that. The snakes. She she likes to like them, but it's it's not her cup of tea. That's for sure. So. Yeah. It's much easier to sell a new turtle. So, <laughs> hell yeah, man! So, it's awesome. What about Kevin? Yeah, Kevin's not a. She's not a huge fan of him either. <laughs> Kevin. So Kevin is. Uh, Kevin causes a lot of problems um, as far as like life planning, because especially like after the whole Cobra Kid incident, like you can't own. Um, and she lives in Raleigh currently, so you can't own a crocodilian in, in Raleigh anymore after that whole incident because um, they banned uh, venomous snakes and crocodilians in that what? legislation. So, yeah. So you used to be able to, like, within the city limits of Raleigh, you could own a crocodilian as long as you followed, you know, North Carolina state protocol. But now you can't. So um, and that was just due to that whole situation that happened up there. So it's... Uh, you know, every year you wait for more regulation and, and legislation to come through on that stuff and, you know, just hope it doesn't. But at the same time, I'm not like totally against regulation for that kind of thing, man, because it, it, I don't, I've spent a ton of money on his enclosure and just caring for him. And there's like constant things that you have to do. And I just don't think that the majority of people are prepared to own an animal like that. Um, no, my, myself included, myself included. Um, I, I definitely like, I researched a ton, but I was not prepared. I'm, I'm, I'm good now. I've got it. We're good. But when I was, when I got him, it was definitely irresponsible. So I'm glad that I've, I've not, uh, he was never in a bad situation or anything like that, but it, it definitely was like kind of a rushed choice to do. And, um, it was more of an undertaking it, than you expected. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I'm happy that I did it, though, man, because he's probably the most rewarding animal I, I have, you know, and it's just cool. I mean, he's he's cool as hell. Um, and so I'm super thankful that I have him and that I have the resources to be able to dedicate to him. 
Um, I just don't know that everyone should do that. <laughs> Absolutely not. Yeah. But I can definitely see how it kind of affects things, you know, like, you know, getting a house and stuff yes. like that. Because even having the snakes, you know, like anytime yeah. I've looked at a house to rent, you know, I've been like, yeah. where am I going to put the snakes? Yeah. We yeah. have to have three bedrooms, you know, like no ifs, ands, or buts. Like it really, I can't, I can yeah. only imagine having a crocodilian, you know, yeah. like that's just. Yeah. That, that's, yeah, I had to buy a house. Like I couldn't, I, I lived, he, I had him during like my last year of college and then my first year of grad school um, in a rental house, but he was still small then. So, I mean, I, even then I had him in a six by four foot enclosure. So it was still pretty big yeah, uh, just in my huge. bedroom. But uh, now it, now it'd be impossible to have him in a rental home. You know, you'd have to have, unless you had a big ass garage and the landlord was, you know, fine with you having that, but that's not something you could like hide from a landlord or something, you know? So no, I had to but, tell my landlord I had snakes. She was like, do you have any pets? I was like, because she told me prior to getting this house, she's like, you know, cage pets are fine. You know, we don't care about yeah. those. And I was like, word, you know, so I never <laughs> that I had snakes or anything. So then she asked me if I had any pets when we got this place. And I was like, I have, yeah. I was like, do caged pets count? You know, and I said it kind of weird. She like gives me the side eye. She's like, what kind of caged pets? And I was like. <laughs> snakes she was like oh okay yeah i was just making sure you weren't talking about tigers or something yeah. you know? i was like god no and she's yeah. like yeah like, we wait actually had somebody... that's that's your threshold that's what's she weird actually, no she had somebody that tried to bring a tiger into one of their houses yeah. or something. south carolina like, i believe yeah it. i, I yeah, like that ass and then i was like yeah i've got snakes she's like okay then she paused she's like wait how many snakes and i was like I, yeah, I don't really 10, know. I don't really. 15, I, did, I literally was like, I don't really count. You know, I don't keep track. Yeah. She's like, okay, so a lot. And I was like, yeah. And that was acceptable. So <laughs> it's like, word. <laughs> That's all I need. <laughs> Say less. But it is nice not knowing that, like, I don't have to worry about a landlord now. It's, it's yeah. definitely plus for pretty, sure. Yeah, exactly. pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> There's no rules when you are the landlord. That's right. I'm yeah. The I'm the landlord of my <laughs> But then you get that married man. and you are no longer the landlord. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then you get one, right? Well, yeah. Jokes on yeah. you guys. If my AC goes out, I don't have to pay for it. That's true. I just spent $2,500 on gutter repairs. So we're, uh, the house. But you own those gutters. <laughs> those right. gutters are mine. <laughs> it's an investment. Okay. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Yeah, man. So, like, what I guess we kind of touched on it, but like, was the main reason for the switch just kind of like you saw them and you just got obsessed with yeah, turtles man. again? You know, was it Daytona that kind of was like that? Duke? Yeah, that, that oh, was okay. the switch for sure. Um, nice. And just having my room, like, being able to set it up now because it's it's my essentially my basement, so I don't have to worry about you know water spilling or anything like that because i definitely in high school flooded my bedroom multiple times with turtles and stuff like nice. that so it's always a, a big fear of mine so just having my space downstairs daytona really flipped it but then being able to like kind of build that space out specifically for the turtles then you're like i'm an adult i can do whatever i want yeah 
Yeah, and turtles, man, turtles are cheaper than snakes. I'll tell you what, they're. Uh, I thought you just said they were expensive. Well, they're they're expensive to set up, but buying them's cheap. So. Oh, buying them's cheap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Um, it's easier to add them once you've and most of the stuff I've built has been pretty modular. So I've been able to like the tub system that I have downstairs, I got four tubs and I set that all up in like in one. So I was able to add, you know, multiple turtles into that system. So nice. Um yeah, it's just been growing on that. I gotta hold off for a little bit longer till I get anything else, but definitely uh that was kind of the blow up. Did we lose Jake? No. I, am I here? I've only got Smitty, but Smitty's frozen. Yeah, I've only got Smitty too. Uh, he, his no. internet must have gone out. I'm still here. You're a talking bear die now. Yeah, I was about to no. say. <laughs> it's just a picture of a bear. It's, I can't see anybody. Nope, now Smitty bad. is. I'm just wondering. I had to. I had to switch <laughs> to my regular Wi-Fi instead of the hotspot because my was about to run out of mobile hotspot. Like. This is like when that lawyer turned into a cat. You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's so weird because like the circle kid. is like throbbing every time you talk. Uh, and it's just... <laughs> <coughs> That's awesome. Should I get an alligator snapper? No, yes. not. Yes. Shut up, Jake. I wasn't asking you. Um, you're gonna, like, you're gonna regret it. No, nah, man. They when it weighs as much as like R? No way. <laughs> right. They seem like a lot, but he's honestly my easiest turtle. Like I feed him like a snake. I feed him once a week, just some fish, and you know, I occasionally throw some turtle pellets in with him. I I feed him clams occasionally. Like he's he's pretty easy, and I I just keep him outside. He doesn't need to bask. There's no lighting required. It's you know he's gonna get big, but you know if you've got a spot outside where you can dedicate like a you know a pretty big stock tub to him, they're they're pretty easy. So, so what what percentage of your turtles do you keep outside and do you keep them out year round? Yeah, uh so three. So the two box turtles and then the um alligator snapper, they're the ones outside right now. I'm I'm gonna build a uh another pond out there pretty soon. Um for like the soft shell and the slider and stuff like that. They're gonna go out there. Uh, but they're out year round. They hibernated out there this year. Actually, during that massive freeze we had around Christmas, the alligator snapping turtle pond had probably three inches of ice completely over the top. Um, and he was perfectly fine. So, yeah. You didn't even care. No, I mean, yeah. He just, they can breathe, like, apparently they can breathe through their cloaca. So they just, like, absorb oxygen, kind of like a frog does through its skin down there. I'm not so like they'll be un they're underwater during this yeah. process. Yeah, and they're taking oxygen out of the water through their butt, which is <laughs> that's yeah. fucking insane. Yeah. What? Yeah. So that's how they a lot of them like, you know, especially the northern turtles, like the blandings turtles and painted turtles and stuff like that, they'll they need much less oxygen because they're um they're just their heart rate is down and, and their metabolism rate is down. Um, so all the oxygen that they do need, they're able to absorb through the water for the most part. Um, and so they'll be, you know, fully active underneath the ice. And the box turtles, do they just bury themselves? Do you have like a substrate layer for them to bury under or like, you know, what's the, what's it look like for them? Yeah. I added like 
I don't know, like 16 wheelbarrows of leaves into her enclosure and just piled that up. And she just dug down and stayed down there until it was warm enough to come out. We had kind of a weird spring. Like it was warm and then it was really cold again for like quite a while. Um, And so she was kind of, it was kind of weird about when she came out, but now she's like fully out. So Um, she was kind of like, what the hell is going on? I got (laughs) to dig back down in my leaves and like, yeah. So, I imagine yeah. that's how like snakes naturally feel though, man. Like, cause we had the yeah. same thing here. Like when Chris was here, like what, three, four weeks ago, it was like 55 degrees yeah. out, you know, yeah. like, it, it was cold, you know, we were out herping in hoodies and, yeah. you know, it was like, what the hell, you know? Cause it's like, that's how I feel like the snakes are, especially in areas like this. It gets hot for a week. It's cold for the week. It'll be December, and we'll get a day in the 80s, and then two days later, it's down into the 50s and 40s again. You know, like it's. I will say though that that made like the best May of of herping I've ever had. Like uh, every time I went herping in May, we found tons of stuff. Like our trip, and then we went the weekend after to Kings Mountain. We found a big timber out there. Like nice. Just I remember that picture. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Like everything has been out. Um, at least in May when I went herping, I went herping like almost every weekend in May, but, um, it was just constant finding stuff. Um, and I don't know if that was because it was so delayed and everything was coming out in May instead of April, but it was, um, very productive for sure. I have not gone out nearly as much this year, man. It's, it's sad between the two jobs and the collection and work. It's just. I, I have not had the time, you know, like I had to bust my ass for, you know, days straight after work and between work to be able to go to Georgia and Florida these, you know, these yeah. two trips this year. But I'm hopefully going we're, road cruising tomorrow, but we'll see. We're going the second, right? Is that still good? Yeah. 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 Uh, have you yeah. talked to many about that? Yeah, I think so. Okay, cool. Message yeah. you writes me. Yeah. I'm hoping to. Yep. Awesome stuff. Yeah, man. Well, well, we'll definitely try. That's for sure. Yeah. It might be hot, but whatever. I was like, I got one day away from the family and the girlfriend and everything. I was like, I'm going herping. I'm hitting Jake and Smitty up. We're going to do it. Because yeah. every time I've tried to go oh, herping yeah. down there, it's like I've gone on Hilton Head proper and I've gone to like, you know, like Sea Pines. They've got like a reservation in there. Um, I found a couple of things. You did really? Yeah, yeah, it's pretty big actually. I found That's surprising. Like, I mean, Sea Pines is huge. I didn't realize there was that in there. Yeah, it's. I mean, you need to I don't know Pinkney. how big it is, but I was about to ask, Pinkney. have you been to Pinkney Colony? Yeah, dude, that's where I saw my first alligator back when I was like five. Oh, we really? Down there, yeah. Yeah, Pinkney is a ton of gators out there, man. Yeah, that place Pinkney. is huge. Oh yes, my gosh! You want to talk about walking? I'm Holy next time. Yeah, so me shit. and just me and Justin Olson went a couple weeks ago, man, and it was cool. But now that I see how flat it is, like I'm totally taking a bike next time. Yeah. I was gonna say I've yeah. I've biked it before. I no longer have a bike, but I biked it before, and it's it's pleasant. I was gonna say if y'all wanted to go that day, I can bring three bikes out with me. I've got like. Load two here and then my parents have two at their house they have some of the ones with like the bigger tires on them that are better for that kind of stuff so i'll probably 
I'd definitely be down to do that. And I'll see if, if yeah. Justin Olsen is free too, because he lives out there and he's the one who went with me that first time. Sweet. And but since you've well, been out like, since you've been out there though, we gotta hit up we gotta hit up some different spots. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, I mean there's there's so much that we yeah. didn't get to. Like I mean, we were out there pretty much all day, but I feel like because we were on foot, you know, we yeah. didn't we, we got covered a good bit, but there was still a ton that we just didn't even there were entire sections we didn't even go down just because it was like go down that or start making our way back to the parking lot, which ended up being like freaking four miles away. But yeah, it wasn't until yeah. we were headed back that I realized how much we had been walking. Yeah, dude, was like, this it's, sucks. I was like, oh, it's a freaking walk, dude. Especially because like you get out there and you start looking around, walking, whatever. Then you realize how far you've got, and you're like, "Shit, we got to go all the way back." <laughs> like, so you've got you've got the first mile is just that like land bridge or whatever. Yeah, pretty know? much. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I took I took Chris out there, and uh, that was cool. A lot of bird, a lot of birds were brooding still, Dude. so that was that was cool. Yeah. Ton of birds brood out there. Yeah, I've seen a spoonbill out there actually, which oh, is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, I got a spot now where I can see spoonbills like regularly. Really. Yeah. Really? Okay. Oh, yeah. I'm I love spoonbills, man. Dude, they're one of my favorite. They are my favorite wading bird, dude. I love spoonbills. I like wood storks. Oh, wood, wood storks, storks are sick, too. I, yeah. yeah, that those are those just definitely like my top Big old two. dinosaurs. Yeah, dude, they're so prehistoric looking. Dude, we there's see, a... We see, we see those a lot here now. They, they're they getting more and more bigger numbers here. and It's, it's really awesome, too. Yeah, they're sick, man. There, there's a spot in... Um, in sea pines in that reserve where there's uh I, I don't know if it's like a nesting or a rooker i don't know what it is but there's like 30 blue herons that live up there and if you walk through there it sounds like jurassic park man they're all just like croaking or doing whatever that sound they make yeah and it sounds like dinosaurs it's it's weird it's so weird but there's got to be like 30 of them up there yeah dude there's but. we have so we have great blue herons and little blue herons here and yeah, dude, they're those great blues are all over the place, man. They're they're so big. But yeah. my god, I've gotten like close to those things, dude. They're like six they're as tall, tall as you. They're taller. Yeah. Some of them are taller than me, dude. They're huge. Yeah. It's insane. We yeah, were fuck, your, fuck your ostrich. We got we got blue yeah. arms. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Ours can actually fly. Yeah, losers. Yeah, we were at uh, so we went to the little cypress wetlands area mm -hmm. on Father's Day, and there was a bunch of uh, night herons, which I had never, yeah. I was completely unfamiliar with. And then I, you know, there was a bunch of people there birding, and you know, their cameras with their four foot lenses and stuff like that. And I was like, what is, what's that? And they're like, oh, that's a night heron. And those things are cool looking, man. Like that's a badass looking little bird. Was it the black? crowns or the yellow crested's they have black heads like they were wearing a hat and kind of gray body no and they may have been because we have yellow crown night herons and we have uh, we have yellow yellow we have yellow crested night herons and we have black crown night herons here and the black crowns are so cool man they'll have like these beady like dark red eyes man they're so freaking yeah it cool. wasn't the yellows Okay, so it was probably the black black crown then. They're they're cool. We have a ton of herons around here, man. Chris was like taking pictures of us, and he was like, "Which one is that again?" Yeah, it was, was like, definitely the, the black crown. Yeah, 
I see those quite frequently. Donnelly has all kinds of birds, man. I, I, that's where I see spoonbills, black grounds, great blues, little blues. I see black neck, black neck stilts down there. I don't know if y'all know what those are. Um, they're like a, it's like they look like little Tweety birds, but they're like a, a miniature. They look like a sandpiper, just mm-hmm. like taller, and they're white and black with these like really long necks, and they're they're cool little birds, man. But, yeah, I want to go up to Donnelly like really bad. Sounds awesome. We'll go for okay. sure. Right. Yeah, that. You know, you've told me, I think at Daytona, you were telling me all about Donnelly. And I was like, that sounds like the place to be down there. So oh, I love it. I found so much variety. He'll put you on whatever you want to see. I never <laughs> said that. I don't know who they assumed that I said that. You want to see I a puff adder? He'll put you on one. Right. <laughs> whatever you want. No, I want to go to Pinckney again for sure. And Donnelly, I mean, we all haven't only been out there that one time with Jake. I want to go again. And then that little uh, Edisto nature area right there on the Ace Basin. I definitely I really want to check to that, that out. Yeah. Yeah, I really would like to check that out too. I love Edisto out there, man. Have y'all been out to that Serpentarium at any point recently? Not recently. It's been. Five, it's probably. been a really long time. Right. It's been yeah. probably five or six years for me been some time for me to wonder what it's looking like these days but i love it out there we used to vacation down there all the time and we haven't I don't think it's really changed a whole lot yeah I've been, I've been meaning to go out there one of these days just to check it out see what's going on. Yeah. it's a hike i just love those pits man the snake pits that they've got Dude, they seem so like I want to cool, but it seems. I want to go so there during feeding day, man. Yeah. <laughs> All the black racers in with everything else. Just yeah, black yeah. racer. You see black racers yeah. in Nerodia, just like hanging out, like because the ones they have outside is basically all it is is Nerodia and black racers. Yeah, and you see this horrified corn snake like cuddled. I was asking them if they, uh, one of the guys there, I was like, do you guys ever, do the black racers ever eat any of the other snakes? They were like, sometimes if we like miss a feeding. I was like, so you don't know. You have no idea. <laughs> yeah, no. Like, they don't keep count of what's in there. They just like, they're outside and catch a snake. They're like, ah, throw it in the pit. Like, <laughs> I would not uh, see that though, because when they do, when I remember asking them, like, when they did feedings, they literally just take buckets of mice and just chuck it over there and it's like just i want to go there on the day that they're feeding all the racers and stuff in that one pit and just watch those those racers just go nuts that'd be racers are fun man my i've got that little one that i've got he's that thing is so much fun like he's you still have the black racer yeah dude oh i didn't know you still had him yeah he's eating four pinks at a time now so no shit he's he's fully black yeah i haven't switched him up to fuzzies yet just because I don't want to give him like too big of a prey item, but because he's like lo- way longer, but his head still seems like it's the same size. So, like I don't want to push it on on that. But yeah, he's he's eating four pinks at a time. He doesn't miss a meal. So that's awesome, dude. That yeah, is, that thing is so cool. Yeah, that was at Daytona where I had all those uh or the two uh, brown anoles that I had to keep alive in that water bowl or water bottle. It's like giving them air. <laughs> Um, out when we were out there drinking, this but uh, black racer, <laughs> yeah, I blended those things up and then 
coated them on some pinkies <laughs> and it was it was easy man it was so Dang easy on. yeah nice. yeah that's awesome man i've always like hmm. wanted to try to keep those but never never have actually tried i remember one day dude i was like i was a little kid you know i, I, I don't even remember how they old just seem like they'd be more trouble than than they're worth Mine's been mine's been easy, man. Like very easy. He uh, he's super active, and sometimes like if I my door down there kind of sticks, so if I like push open the door really hard, he'll like freak out and be like, "What's going on?" But outside of that, I mean, it's pretty easy. I you know I keep a high percentage UVB bulb on him and a hot bat basking spot and all of the. Y'all's episodes and all the other podcasts that have been that Connor uh, Wordle's been doing with the Coach Whips, I've just been like listening to all of those and just doing everything he's doing. So yeah, I think that could transfer really well from Coach yeah. Whip to the racer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but they're pretty. Yeah, they're pretty cool. Yeah, I love them. They're they're surprisingly not surprisingly, but they're um, was. What's the word? They're sneakily long. Mm -hmm. like, dude, I have found, I remember I caught a black racer one day. Is that the same plantation? I was walking around. I was supposed to be hacking Chinese tallow trees, but I was almost done for the day. So I started looking around for snakes. And um, they had like all these kind of like little ponds. And I got to an area and I heard these frogs like freaking out, you know, just like you hear them jumping and they're all going crazy. And I was like, mm -hmm. something's over there trying to, trying to eat them. So I, ran over there real quick and there was black racer right there i was like oh shit you know he's she was all over the place trying to catch frogs so i went down and grabbed her and dude i picked her up and this thing was as long as i was yeah I was like dude what the yeah. hell it's the biggest black racer i've ever seen yeah it's freaking That's, nuts man everyone's thinking they're indigos or something but it's just like a really fat and long black racer I've never seen them fat. I've only ever seen them like super long. You know, they've always been more on the slender side from what I've seen. But that's the second time I've seen them like going after frogs. That was the first time. And then the first snake I found in 2023 was a racer. And it was because I was walking around a job site. And I heard a, eh. I was like, what the hell is that? I look over, there's a black racer with a leopard frog halfway in its mouth you know this frog still is going mm -hmm. rang, rang, <laughs> like in its mouth and i was like oh god like i feel kind of bad yeah. i sat there and watched it and this thing just froze dude what did, didn't even look at me like in the slightest it just froze and did not move once it saw me like walking on it near it and uh took a video didn't move i walked up a little bit and went back and it was gone i was like dang I, I still can't get over those mating black racers that I um, Oh dude. Yeah. When I got there and Smitty had found them and I walked up and we we probably sat there and watched them for twenty or thirty minutes and they were No way. They were trying to go at it and then the female was like not in the mood anymore because we kinda you know, we kinda cock blocked um <laughs> he cock -blocked but, man. Yeah, yeah, cock blocked the black racers, but you know they sat there for quite some time and then I don't know if it, I, pro I probably moved and scared them. And then they shot off and the male like was on top of the female the entire way. And they were going like, they were fast, man. They were going very fast. And the, the male was on top of her still trying to 
you know, fuck while they were <laughs> while they were running. It was craziness. That's that was insane. one of the wildest things I've seen. Me and sure. yeah, me and Chaz caught one towards the end of the day when Smitty, you were already gone, but y'all were yeah. Off I couldn't doing, find you guys. Doing whatever. Lost. Yeah, me and <laughs> Chaz were hanging out, and um, we were all in different. We were both in different spots. He's like Snake, you know. And I could tell it was like something not high priority because he wasn't freaking out a lot, you know. So yeah. I ran over there. And, and uh, there, he's like, there's a black racer right there. And I saw him, like, all right. He goes, you stay here. He's like, I'm going to go around. Okay, I'm going <laughs> to make a run for it to get him. And if he comes towards you, grab him. I was like, yeah, I got you. So he, like, <laughs> went around. And sure enough, dude, it worked exactly as we had planned. You know, he kind of went around it. And he was, like, doing that slow move and then made the mm-hmm. lunge to go get him. And he took off and he came right towards me, dude. I ran over and grabbed him up. <laughs> it was freaking awesome. I sat there for ten minutes yelling for you guys because I knew Preston wanted to see a racer. But you never showed oh. up, so we let it go. <laughs> I couldn't hear you guys. I was lost. I thought I was going. <laughs> I thought I was dead out there, man. <laughs> no. I was seeing old refrigerators. I was like, "Yep, that's where the last one went." <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> that's how it goes. I probably I love how strategic. Okay. Oh, no, I was just gonna say I love how strategic Chaz is about catching the snakes. He's like yeah, man. <laughs> planning it out. Yeah, dude, got I love to. That, man. Got to. Yeah, I love Chaz, man. He's cool. He's a man on a mission. He, he is says. always. Everything he does, yeah. he's a man on a mission. I love it. Love it. But yeah, that was cool. I've probably lost more black racers in my life than any other snake in existence. It's been plain belly water snakes for me, man. They're surprisingly fast. Dude, water snakes are stupid fast, man. Yeah. You lift up a board, like, because I've found most of the plain bellies I've found have been under boards, and they, like, you lift that thing up, and they're shooting out immediately. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I always lose those. Yeah, that's nuts, man. Also, I'm a bitch, so I'm, like, scared of grabbing them. But, (laughs) like, I'm not getting bit by a, you know, a four-foot plain belly. That sounds awful. No, so. dude, I've gotten, I've gotten lit up by some water snakes, man. There was one in Florida that this was back when I, I had just moved back to Beaufort. My buddy hit me up to go to the like the Tallahassee area, and um, we were out there and we were just shining ditches, you know, because everything was like we you know, it just rained a lot and the water was high in all the ditches, so we're shining the ditch line, and I see this. I'm like far away from everybody. I see this massive, massive banded, like just like going out, you know, into the, you know, away from me. Mm-hmm. And it was like too, like I couldn't yell for anybody because this thing was about to get away. So I just kind of like hopped in the water and grabbed this thing, dude. Yeah, dude, it was four foot plus. Like it was yeah. huge. And the weirdest looking bandit I've ever seen, like this thing was like, green and black and just like i thought it was an integrated but i asked kj about it and he was like no nah, it's a it's a florida bandit that you see around here and dude i mean it was huge it was massive <laughs> that thing lit me up dude i didn't care though yeah I, I don't even like getting bit by my little ones man they're it's obviously it's not a bad bite but it's still like yeah. it's it's scary man they strike so much you're like oh my god <laughs> what's happening it's just a natural reaction man yeah you just kind of do the flinch yeah. 
unless you're Chris Montross, then you just don't care. <laughs> yeah. I remember seeing his, like, when I went out to see him, dude, he, he was pulling out water snakes for me, and these things are just lighting <laughs> up, dude, left and right. He's just like, yeah, you know, he's talking about it, like, dude, how the heck? Just, no. He said, yeah, you work, you work with water snakes, get used to it. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I guess. More power to you, man. Okay. Yeah. I've gotten used to it, semi used to it, working with enough like little rat snakes and stuff, man, because they can get they get pretty buddy. But my little corn is like the angriest thing I have. Like <laughs> <laughs> he's like fire and hell combined in one, man. Like he's not as bad as some of the carpets, but like he's you know. What kind of what kind of what kind of corn do you have and how old is he? It's uh, extreme oak tea. I got him from Chris. Um, oh, nice. It's I want to say 2022. I got him at Daytona. Um, oh, okay. Attachment. Yeah. Nice. So yeah, that thing's pretty cool. I just wanted like a normal corn snake. I've got like a native snake rack wall type thing nice. with all yeah. the display enclosures that I'm trying to set up. So um, I just wanted like a normal representation of what we're gonna see. In, in South Carolina, obviously, like extreme is extreme, but uh, it's yeah. close enough. And I wanted it to be yeah. pretty, so yeah. Man, you got you got native rack. You, you hop on some of these yellows, man. I need yellows, but I, I want I want the South Carolina locality, man. I want like you know, I want I want something from even as ugly as it's gonna be, you know. I, I want it that. to be. I want it to be from here, you know. Yeah, that Florida so. garbage. Yeah, I really <laughs> yeah. need some South Carolina yellows. Everybody's like, yeah. "Oh, you you don't have any you know yellows from your area?" I'm like, "No, like I'm going to. I, I'm definitely yeah. like I want to find like I'm trying to decide like where I want to get them from, and I kind of want to go for like an island locality. Like I want to go out to St. Helena or something and find some yellows. Or and I also have access to like private islands that have sub subdivisions, you know, and mm -hmm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna pluck pluck a couple out of there. I had an opportunity last year. I don't know why I, I didn't do it. I found two yellow rats on a private island. That's literally you, you can't go on there. I, I can because I work for the county and I work out there. And I found two of them, and I was like, I should really bag these things up, but I didn't. And I regret it wholeheartedly. <laughs> but I've got a I've got a whole cage and everything set up for like not set up, but I've got a three foot by three foot like one of those repti zoos um yeah. that's just empty just waiting for yellow rat snakes like yeah i've got it prepared and everything i just need the need the locality so yeah i think the only south carolina rat snakes i have are the spartanburg black rats yeah right now which i oh, dude, those are those are cool man a lot different than the than the yellows though they act very different for whatever reason i don't know why but, Are you praying right now? Oh, he's huh? <laughs> going like this. I was like, I know what he's saying. What? Those are the only rat snakes you got? What do you mean? South Carolina rat snakes? Oh, I guess I have the red rats from Smitty. What? what okay. Okay. Please explain <laughs> this to me. They're corn snakes. <laughs> <laughs> I feel. <sighs> Montross has started this thing. Well, now everyone's calling them red rats. Sound like a look, bunch of hipsters. Look, 
They're effing corn snakes, man. The way I look Serpientes at it. Serpientes de maize. Corn way, snakes. The way I look at it is if it's locality and a wild type, most like if it's a locality, it's a red rat. If it's all this mumbo jumbo morph head hippopotamus <laughs> stuff, that's a corn snake. That's 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 my. I've line. never in my life referred to any corn snake, locality or not, as a red rat snake. Like, sure, it's a rat snake. That's red ish. It's red. <laughs> Ain't no reddish corn snake, son. That's a red. Not all. No, not. Mm-hmm. I uh. I was at the LA. Corn. I was at the LA Zoo when I was a kid, and uh, I remember they had a corn snake out to like pet for people to pet. And uh, me being a nerdy little snake kid, I was like, they also call these a red rat snake. And the zookeeper was like, no, they don't. I was like, okay, they don't. <laughs> like, they don't. It's okay, a corn snake. Fine. Sorry. I'll just Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so it's been a corn snake ever since for me. You want to do my job, kid? <laughs> <laughs> I went for school. It's schooled for this, damn it. That's hilarious. <laughs> not going to have some little smart ass come up and tell me what it's called. <laughs> My my labels for them are even red rat snake. Oh my gosh! Now that I've got them off. <laughs> but why is it wrong? Tell me why it's wrong. If the zookeeper said so. It's, <laughs> it's the same reason. No, it's not. It feels wrong. That's all that matters. <laughs> it doesn't feel right. It's a corn snake. Why do they get why do they get special special privileged names? Corn. What what do you mean? They don't even look like corn. Their stomach does. Indian corn. Is this is this Indian? No. Cornfields. No, not <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh my god. I'm just <laughs> kidding. Jeez. Cancel. If I found if I so I'm gonna start calling yellow rats striped rats. How does People that make call them chicken snakes. I think they're all Everglades, man. Oh, all shit. Hey, hey. hey. Watch your mouth. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter. They're all the same. So the point is moot. It's the same snake, just different colors and patterns. That's all. Exactly. They're all rat snakes. And that Tech one's right. snake. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you colorblind motherfucker. Hey, man, I'm colorblind, too. How would, if you are colorblind, then how would you even know if they're red or not? Maybe people are just messing with you. We're <laughs> all green, in on it. We're just keeping the rules going. Tell them they're red. Huh? They're actually purple. What is? I don't. I'm failing to understand what is. What not if I? Red. Okay, what is not red let about me, a corn. I guess it they have you. other colors, but the base. Let me is put red. it to you this way. How about this? I'm gonna start calling Popwins hosers carpets. How does that make you feel? <laughs> Uncomfortable? Does that make you feel dirty? Like you need to go that's take just, a shower? That's just an insult. <laughs> need a sponge the, bath? To the herpticulture community, man. Like, you know, that's just something you don't do. Dude, red, oh my God. Red, 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 red rat is accepted. Speaking, speaking of jokesters, I got that new Bush Viper book. Shout out to J.D. Lawrence, who went to Ham, picked up two copies, and sent me one when he got back to Texas. I'm like the real baller that he is. There is a whole paragraph 
in this Ather's book on the taxonomy section that talks about how when Hoser tried to pretty much reclassify the entire genus and he was like yeah science doesn't really accept any of this <laughs> see that's so funny. i have to find it take a picture and send it to you it's amazing it's literally like a whole paragraph of him saying like yeah there's this guy who decided to try and rename all this stuff with zero factual basis behind it and you know no one really actually accepts it but anyways this group of athletes <laughs> but anyways <laughs> Dude, it's like, so funny. It's the first time I've seen someone like openly pseudo roast him on paper. That's awesome. Like in an official publication. Like, because he's like, he's such a troll. Like, I saw him, I haven't seen him piping. I, I'm not on Facebook like that anymore, so I don't know. But I saw him pipe up on a Boellen's post. This was years ago now. He piped up on a Boellen's post and, um, Somebody was like, oh, Somalia, you know, Bolin eye, whatever. And he's like, these are actually Somalia hoserensis. Like, I did blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, dude, get. I named it after my left testicle. Uh Yeah. Like, and that's the other thing. All these, all these things he tries to rename, he renames after himself. Like, dude, what kind of fucking. Yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, I, I agree. At this point, it seems like he just does it because he knows it's going to piss a lot of people off. He doesn't actually have any intention in it sticking. He's just like, eh, hey, let's, yeah. let's, let's get him these, riled up again. These belong to me now. <laughs> <laughs> That's just... Uh, but I, I had to run to the restroom, but I heard Bo and I. Um, wow, I that was quick. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in and out, man. In and out, um, let's go. He's like, I may have dribbled a little bit on my pants, but that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Smitty, do they? I know you went to the Riverbank Zoo recently. Do they still have the bull and eye there, or is that gone? So, no, they do. What was in, so I remember in the past, like years and years and years ago, mm-hmm. they had it set up, and it's in the same spot that it's always been. But they had previously, they had, I think, at least a pair together. Yeah. And this time they only had a single animal. So, I don't know if there was a second animal in there i just didn't see it but i remember there was a point where they had three animals in there actually and now there was just the one so i don't know what the deal was there but they're doing a lot there's a big focus on uh on europlatus there with currently which i think is really cool that is cool is is that whole room that the bull and i are in is that all the same no so like they they renovated basically that entire first section you walk into before it transitions into like the desert sort of atrium type area. Um, And now it's like a wall of native stuff. There's a section with the Europlatus, which is awesome, but they don't have anything labeled. So you don't know which Mm -hmm. Europlatus you're looking at unless you know what Europlatus are. Um, Which maybe they just haven't gotten around to it. I don't know. It I it seemed like it's been there a while. I don't know, but they also had this, uh, like the back room area. There's like a glass door. So you can kind of see back behind the scenes a little bit, which was kind of cool. I really wanted to go in there, but I think they would have kicked me out. (laughs) Uh, and then they still have sort of the, like the other half of that first walk-in area is like, a sort of tropical section that has all the tree monitor species and massive setups, which I thought was really cool. 
um, you know, they had a small Chondro, they had their Bush, uh, not Bush Vipers, their Eyelash Vipers and some other odds and ends, Bushmasters and some other stuff, but yeah, it's really cool. I mean, the, the setup they have now with those, the native stuff is really neat. You know, they've got pine snakes in with a couple species of rattlesnake and a nice paludarium, like big paludarium set up for some cotton mouths and, um, they still have that massive alligator snapper. Yeah. There's a, one time I went in there and there was a, there was like a bullfrog or something in this enclosure with the alligator snapper. And I was like, are they feeding it or is it just in there? Cause that thing's not going to live very long. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did you want to talk is... about. Good. Good. It's all you. I was going to say, you talk about a big snap where you talked about the Serpentarium earlier. They mm -hmm. had, last time I was there, they had like this little walkway over like this water that had some turtles and stuff in it. Dude, they had, oh, yeah. They yeah. had the biggest alligator snapper I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. I'm talking, yeah. this This thing was like, its shell alone was like three, four feet long, you know, and it was like two, three foot wide, you know, just massive like i was like what the fuck is this thing it's yeah huge. i know i know exactly what you're talking about they they had it in with like a ton of other turtles too which was surprising yeah. to me because like a good portion of their diet in the wild is other turtles so oh, really? <laughs> yeah man they're they're eating like musk turtles and all kinds of stuff so i was like okay I yeah, I'm pretty sure it was in with like bigger yellow belly sliders and stuff, yeah. you know. So maybe that that was the yeah well, a turtle that size would probably crush one of those things without even freaking thinking about it. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. riverbanks though, man. That that zoo is it's like I feel like we're very lucky to have that zoo. I've never been. Line. What? Yeah, Dude, you I've gotta go. Yeah, I, I really it's want. It's a great to. zoo. The, the previous director, How? yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I maybe went when I was a little kid, but I don't remember it, you know, because my mom brought me to all types of places like that when we were little, you know. So I probably went when I was small, but if, if I did, I don't remember it. My child has been twice. <laughs> I don't have, I don't be having time to just drive to Columbia whenever I want, Smitty. You drive to Florida whenever you want. Not if Skyler's there, you, if better Skyler was at the Riverbanks, <laughs> you'd drop everything and go. Right. Probably would. You should be on exhibit. If Montrose was up there, you'd drop everything and go. Probably would. <laughs> Probably would. But if I was like, hey, Jake, let's go to the zoo, you'd be like, nah, man, I got to work. You've never once been like, hey, Jake, let's go to the zoo. So you don't know that. If I, I, I want to go to the zoo, but I want to find somebody that has the hookup so we can get that. that behind the scenes that eyes wide tour. shut dude i would love to tour. I, I would yeah. go just to go you have you playing a weekend to go let's go buddy shoot i'll meet i'll meet y'all there i'm all i'm let's all good it. especially if we're gonna meet up with jack then i'm definitely down. <laughs> come on now dude you gotta go see like the i think it's an aardvark they got those they you want to talk about a weird ass animal dude those things look like something a three-year-old drew where they're like, draw <laughs> draw a picture of a dog. And then <laughs> draw like whatever this thing was. It is wild. Like they stacked the the pig nose, like the fake pig nose that you get at like Party City or whatever. They stacked it like four hundred times yeah. on top. And then they of said, itself. let's put it on an ant eater. 
Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Those things are weird for sure. Maybe that's what that was, was an anteater, not an aardvark. What's the difference? Oh. Anteaters one's, have like one's got a skinny mouth. one. Yeah. Aardvark is like thick. Oh, this was not an aardvark. This was definitely an anteater. But it was freaking, it was freaking huge, dude. You don't know the difference between an anteater and aardvark? Oh, that's <laughs> because it was a giant anteater. Of course it was big. It was a giant anteater. Those it looked like crazy. something out of that movie, The Village. <laughs> Remember the you saw the village right that had like the yeah. the weird creatures that came out like this is what those things look like. It's just crazy that something like that only only eats ants like of that size, you know. Yeah, they look dumb as hell. <laughs> I wonder if they bite. Yo, elephant nose looking ass. Imagine if you were the one zookeeper that got bit and had a scar from a giant. <laughs> I'll be getting all the free drinks at the bar, and be like, "Dude, I'm the only guy on the planet with a freaking scar from one of these things. I'm missing a finger because of one of those bastards." <laughs> He's so badass. We were in uh, we were in Yellowstone like three weeks ago, and uh, it was like bear season. Like the bears were what? out, man. Yeah, we saw like eight grizzly bears and a and a black bear. It was it was nuts. But uh, one of the people we were there with was telling us that like the majority of what they eat is ants. Like when they first come out, they just eat like a shitload of ants. Bears? Yeah. And I was like, what? That big ass thing is just eating ants? And yeah, they just like rip up every single log in the area and just find all the ants they can eat. And they're eating like mushrooms and all kinds of stuff like that. These too, things but... get sick. They're out there just tripping balls to eating ants. Feet long. <laughs> what? what? Eight feet? An anteater? Yeah, dude. These giant anteaters? That's like that's horrible. That's like ice age shit, man. They yes. do. I mean, straight up, it's like one of those things that got frozen and then thawed out and was like, "Oh, we're good." <laughs> Jesus Christ! The ants don't ants. stand a damn chance. No, not against that. <laughs> not against Imagine if you went to someone's fire. house, you were like, you were like trick or treating or something, and you rang someone's doorbell and like they're fucking giant ant eater came to the door and the dude completely played it off like it was completely normal like oh man don't worry about him he's fine he doesn't bite or nothing it's my dog <laughs> like holy shit i wouldn't put it past if i were a child and i saw that i would totally think I that i was either. having a stroke or something <laughs> that's freaking insane they have those small ones the like small a... versions they're like they're also called like tamanduas or something um but they're like a small version of that and, and they're like arboreal, so they look like a sloth with an anteater head. They're crazy. Have you guys ever it's seen a capybara up close? Yeah. No. Uh, I mean, B-City had some. Yeah, yeah that's, always, that's where I saw it. That's what I was going to ask. Jack, have you ever been to B-City in Walterboro? I have not, no. So, Is that the, that the thing that they've got the billboards for, and it's like the tortoise on it or something? It's like a go, no, go for Oh, I've seen those too. Yeah, I want to go up there. Actually, I've I've heard like pretty good things about their crocodilian collection up there. So. Their whole reptile house is freakishly legit. What are you? Yeah. Considering how where, where are you talking the about? entire operation is up there. Yeah. South of the, south of the south border. Of the border. Yeah. Huh. I didn't know they have yeah. like. Is there? There's a reptile house thing. Yeah, dude. Yeah. So like, like from the. From the outside, 
it looks old and disgusting like the rest of south of the border and you're like wow like you fully go in there thinking this is going to be an absolute dumpster fire of of a reptile house and you walk in and it is at least when i first went there which was 2013 like their collection is legit all the setups and cages are legit like everything you walk in you're like what the yeah, they must have it disguised as old, gross south of the border, so that no one like robs it. Yeah, I've seen pretty recent um, videos from there, and it looks—it still looks great. Like it looks awesome. They're all their crocodilians are housed indoors, so it's like this massive like warehouse, and they've just got tons of ponds for cro- crocodiles in there. It's awesome. No way. So is this like a serpentarium type of deal or like, I I don't really know like what south of the border is, if I'm being honest. Like I know it's the area south of the border from North Carolina, but like, is there like an attraction area right there or something or? I've never been, so I don't know what the rest of it looks like, but. You need to go there. I mean, if you want to get on the sketchiest Ferris wheel you've ever seen. (laughs) Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, well, we're going to uh, we're going to Alligator Adventure for my birthday. My girlfriend's taking me there, and I'm pretty stoked on that. I've been there a couple of times, but it's kind of touristy. But I mean, they've got I think they have like 15 species of crocodilian there, so wow, it's pretty pretty cool. They have the biggest tamistama I've ever seen in my life. Like that thing's got to be like 16 feet long. It's massive. Jeez. Yeah. Have you been to the Alligator Farm in St. Augustine? Dude, not yet. I need to go. Yeah, Dude, you've never been to the alligator farm? No, you're man. Me, you're telling me and talking shit to me what? about that I haven't been to the Riverbank Zoo and you ain't ever been to the <laughs> alligator farm? Shoot. Well, that's what? that's close for y'all, right? That's what, like two hours? Like Kevin would love the alligator three. It's like three to four Kevin would. to St. Augustine. It's three not and a half. To St. Augustine? It's a little far in Daytona. Yeah, it's, not, it's like 40, 45 minutes past Jacksonville. Yeah, yeah it's closer I, than Daytona is. Yeah. I'm a, I, it's like seven hours from me or something like that. So I've been trying to plan a trip because I definitely want to go down there. Brendan went after Daytona and he was sending me tons of pictures. And like, honestly, this is going to sound dumb, but I'm most excited to go just see like their filtration. Because all the way, <laughs> yeah, fucking nerd. Yeah, nerd. <laughs> Most of their filtration is through like gutter systems, just filled with rocks and then plants, and that's how they filter like everything. Hmm. Which is really interesting to me because I'm huge on trying to use as much natural filtration as possible. Like my alligator snapping turtle pond is entirely filtered by rocks and plants, and so, um, yeah, just trying to see how they do that would be pretty cool. But and then seeing you know all the species of crocodilian on the planet, of course, too. But Dude, yeah. it, it is a really cool place. It's funny because like they have these massive like ponds just filled with American alligators, and in one of them, there's just this massive freshwater crocodile that lives amongst all these alligators. And I was out there, and I was like, "What the hell is that? That's not an <laughs> alligator. It's just this tank of a freaking croc." Yeah, cruising through the water. I'm like, that's fucking awesome, man. There, it, it's a cool place. I like seeing all the setup. I love seeing the, you know, the. I was joking with Katie. And and, 
Yeah, go ahead, Smitty. Just interrupt me. It's fine. Just telling Katie if, if I have, like, for my funeral, I, I want them to just take my body and throw it in the giant alligator pit at the alligator. <laughs> and just watch everyone freak out. In, instead of Donate an my body to science. Your, instead of an organ donor thing on your driver's license, it should be a yeah. gator donor. Feed me the gators. <laughs> I donate yeah. nothing of my body. But you got to do it on a day that they have multiple school field trips. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't want the park closed down or anything. I want people to witness this. When I went to make, uh, yeah, make it an event. Put out flyers. Bring everybody. Make it a thing. Okay. When I uh, when I went to Gatorland down in Orlando, um, I did. They have like a feed the alligator like experience or whatever. And they bring you into like their main alligator swamp. And there's like probably 40 alligators that come up onto this beach and you're like four feet from them. There's no barrier or anything like that. And you just get to throw them like chunks of beef. That was one of the greatest experiences of my life. It was so cool. They draw like a line in the sand and I guess they have them trained so well there that they know they can't come past that. And they just stay there with their mouths open and you can just throw them like steak and stuff. It's it's <laughs> awesome. It's so cool. Yeah, and it was like twenty right. bucks. I was like, dude, everybody oh, should wow. do this. Yeah, twenty dollars. Yeah. Yeah. They did that at the one of the times I went to the Serpentarium. They were doing an alligator feeding while I was there, and that was pretty cool to watch. Dude was doing that from like a tower though. <laughs> like, yeah. Way up. I was like, yeah, yeah. Okay, pussy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Nah, Steve got cool. in the water. You guys are up here. Yeah. <laughs> Freaking losers. Yeah. No, it's always awesome to see him jump, though, too. Like, yeah, um, for sure. it is really cool to, like, see how smart they are. Like, with, with the Gatorland, with them knowing that they can't come past that line or whatever. Like, I, you can just see them thinking. Like, they don't, obviously, they're not, like, there's no motion or anything like that. But you, you I don't. It's like a loading bar over their head. Almost. <laughs> like you can see, like they're like just waiting and like thinking yeah. and assessing all the time. It's it's so interesting. I've been having a lot of fun training Kevin um, with that kind of stuff, just like target training and like holding and opening his mouth and things like that. I've gotten off track because he doesn't trust me currently because I've had leaks in the pond like consistently. So I've uh, had to manhandle him a couple of times. So we're we're on a we're on a five foot basis right now he's not super happy with me but um jeez man that sucks because i'm sure that's i'm sure it's harder to gain trust back you know yeah kind of once you once it's broken that ever so little bit it's like one step forward takes forever but that 100 steps back is you know like that you know it's nothing to to really lose the trust of something that intelligent yeah and they remember stuff it's yeah once you lose it it's it's definitely hard to get back but he'll he'll come back for sure because oh, yeah. he knows i bring in the food so yeah. it's uh it's a work in progress begrudgingly but... yeah it's like okay motherfucker i'll, I'll do what you say like you, but i know you're the only one that can eat yeah pizza. yeah yeah. <laughs> oh man, or spaghetti, right? Don't even. We're not. Nope. We're not going down that. Going down. You can't that. talk about that. Nah, I'll get. I'll get mad. Get mad. That whole that whole new one today. My my. Did you see their most nugget, recent one with, on, on that whole thing. What's that, Justin? Your nugget 
I got a delay. Yeah. Jake, were you talking about the spaghetti? <laughs> yes. We should stop that for sure. Yeah. Now, I was talking about their most recent one today. Or at least I nice. saw it today. Oh, God, dude. It involves feeding a soft shell turtle a grilled cheese sandwich. To... Jesus. Yeah. That stuff gives us cancer, man. <laughs> they didn't even use multigrain bread, those animals. <laughs> you could at least use wheat. <laughs> nah, dude. I was like, no. No. You could use boar's head instead of like the crap crap. I, I can't, man. I literally cannot deal with that type of shit. Yeah. It's the clicks and the views, it's man. Starting to, That's all it's about. It's starting, I think it's starting to mount, though. I think the, I think a lot of people now are starting to sort of, like, okay, it was cute the first time, now it's just getting to be ridiculous. Like, Everyone got their, they rolled their eyes at first and was like, ah, oh, whatever, that's really stupid, but it is what it is. And then it just continues to happen. And now I think people are starting to get to the point where, like, this is like, what, like, what the fuck are we doing? Yeah. Yeah. There's a, there's a, a level of privilege that we have to keep these animals. And when people do things like that, it, it's like, what are we doing here? You know, like, you guys are ruining it for everybody and, and mistreating the animals in the process. So. It's really yeah, like it's not at See, that like, point. That, that's like, the thing. Okay, it's many. Go ahead. You go ahead. I was just gonna say, like at that point, like it's it's not cute. You know, it's not it's not funny anymore. No. You know, like I understand people making you know, oh my snake's doing this, it's so adorable, whatever, blah blah. blah. Like yeah, it's fine. You know, I don't care. But that that's not cute. It's not funny. It's not, it's not anything. It's it's horrible. Yeah, it's abuse. Yeah, it's exactly. It's abuse. You know, everybody. You know, we. Keep, I know we're probably gonna get into the whole you know animal abuse thing with the whole Samson deal. You know, but it's like yes, that's on a that's on another level. You know, but like you feeding household items to your animals like a mac and like a not mac and cheese a grilled cheese sandwich or a freaking slice of pizza like are you kidding me yeah. yeah like that is like you said that's animal abuse it's not it's not cute it's not funny it's not worth any clicks you know and they're like oh once in a while it won't hurt them yeah maybe or maybe not maybe it will <laughs> yeah. yeah you don't know you don't know you have no idea you know because like nobody does that then there's a reason for it yeah. You know, like, uh, yeah, I mean, the, the, the clicks, not the, uh, like it looking bad as a whole is to me takes a backseat to just the fact, like the complete lack of respect, respect for the animals, you know, caring like... <laughs> about the well being of those animals. It's like, yeah, it makes us look like a bunch of idiots and them in particular. But it's like it's if you care about these animals as much as you claim you do, it's like why would you do shit like that? Like, what's the point? Yeah. And you're encouraging and, other and like realistically, that. if you're doing it periodically, is it really like long term is it gonna have any serious health effects? Probably not, but it's the fact that it's like if you're that if you don't care enough to do it repeatedly, 
like when's it when's does that mean like where's that line going to get drawn and that's you know, the thing like it? you're going to keep getting reactions until you do it and an animal dies is that and then once and, that happens we just keep doing it or do you finally say oh wait this is probably a bad idea i probably shouldn't do this anymore and that's the yeah. thing like yes in the grand scheme of things like is one time gonna hurt no probably not but you're gonna get the people because that's the thing like the the people watching that and laughing aren't people in the reptile community the people in the reptile yeah. community are like well i would never do that that's fucking stupid but then you're one day, one of these days, you're going to have a little kid seeing some soft shell eat a freaking grilled cheese sandwich. And they're going to go run, tell they're also, you know, uneducated about reptiles, parents and saying, hey, turtles can eat grilled cheese. That's easy. Yeah. We can do that, you know, and then yeah. that's going to be a, that's going to be a snack for them from then yeah. on out, you know, like because this reputable person. Does using that term very loosely yeah that's there were there were air quotes around there you know but like these famous people yeah you know in the reptile hobby that they're they're doing it so it's okay it's like yeah but even like we were saying like maybe it won't hurt them the one time but dude if you give your dog the wrong type of dog food like that thing's got an upset stomach and it's it you know it's got diarrhea or whatever the problem about an alligator or a softshell turtle or whatever, you can't tell. I mean, it, it's shitting in the water, you know, so you yeah. can't, you have no idea what that's doing. So it might have an upset stomach for like three days after that. And you have no idea, you know, Yeah. there's no way to tell, you know, like so. it's, it's fucking cheese, dude. Yeah. There's no cheese causes me problems, man. Yeah. Like I can't <laughs> eat a lot of cheese. If I eat a grilled cheese yeah. sandwich, I'm going to be in that bathroom at least four times yeah. in the day. Like that's, yeah. come on now. Like I know some of these reptiles probably got lactose problems, you know, yeah. <laughs> but no, I'll joke aside. But that's just, it's, I don't know. Like I said, man, it's not, it's not cute. It's just dumb. It's stupid. It's is as stupid as it gets. Yeah, you know, like that is the dumbest thing I have ever seen from anybody. Between the pizza and this freaking grilled cheese sandwich, it's like this is this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen from any reptile keeper, let alone somebody that's supposedly famous. Yeah, you know, and supposed to be an influencer for U.S. Arc. Yeah, get the, the fuck out of here, dude! Yeah. Like. <laughs> They do all these like call outs too of like other people, which like I don't necessarily disagree with, but it, you lose all credibility when you're doing that stuff and then you, you're feeding your alligator pizza on the side. Like you might as well just call yourself out in the videos that you're doing, you know? It's, it's stupid. It's pathetic. Yeah. Like it, it really is. Like the things people do for attention, you know? And it's like, you know, you have all the free handlers out there free handling for attention. You know what? You're putting yourself at risk. Do whatever the hell you want. I'd rather you not put it on the internet, but if you want to put yourself at risk, you know, whatever. I'm not going to, I can't tell you what to do. But it's when you put the other animals, it's when you put the animals at risk is when it's like, nope. Yeah. That needs to stop like yesterday. Yeah. You know, like it's not, it's not funny. <laughs> like, no, no click or view or payout. It should be worth that in yeah. any capacity. Nobody's feeding their 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 fish that kind of thing. You know, the fish hobby is not doing that kind of stuff. You know, they're no. not feeding their their stingray 
pizza or whatever, you know, they just like the stingrays or whatever they're keeping, you know, and it, it's right. stupid that in our community, we have these animals that are super dangerous or super exciting or whatever. And so people are able to generate views off of them by doing stupid shit with it, you know, like yeah, there's, it's... cause you, and the turtle, I think the turtle aspect is a great thing, you know, cause like a, a snake, is is it gonna go for a slice of pizza? It's just not. It's no, just not gonna yeah. happen. But with the turtles, I guarantee you could break up little pieces of pizza and throw that, throw them suckers in there, and they eat it right up. You know, my slider would eat anything, man. Yeah, but anything. you don't see that. Yeah, you know, like again, other than with this one in the freaking soft shell, but yeah, it's like you don't you don't see that type of thing in the in communities like that you know and you shouldn't see it in in any form in any reptile community like it's not good for dogs dude people do it all the time but these things are not dogs yeah. you know like they so many people preach don't feed human food to dogs because it's bad for them it's bad for yeah. us it's definitely bad for them and it's definitely bad for reptiles yeah Whatever. Have you guys seen the uh, the the Samson stuff? Unfortunately, yeah. yeah, it's living in my head rent free. It's nightmare. It's, dude, it really is, man. Like it's always yeah. like I I can't you can't unsee that stuff, you know. Huh. And as shitty as it is to see it, I think it's I think it's good for some don't ignore it is all i'm saying like you know yeah. don't not look at it like you, this needs to be seen yeah you know like it's not something that it was real i don't want to look at it because it's you know it, it is animal abuse nobody wants to see it but you know it's one of those things like you need to realize what this guy was doing and we need to do something about it yeah and it's it's the worst animal abuse i've ever seen in my life you know? yeah like this is next to dog fighting which apparently he was also doing yeah you know like it's it's disgusting yeah it's it, seeing an animal like one of the pictures was the animal like completely decayed i think it was a baby retic and it was just like dust in the enclosure i, I we've all had animals die yeah, we've all experienced that kind of thing. Uh, you know, I had a corn snake that was probably I don't know, thirty years old. We was a retired breeder, and we had it for fifteen years. Very old snake, and it it died um, while I was on vacation, and it, it I think it was dead for maybe a day or two. And I came back, and literally my house I've never smelled a worse smell. Yeah, I cannot imagine that being a consistent thing and saying, "Yeah, this is okay," or anyone like working in that environment and saying. Yeah, I can continue doing this. Or you don't go whatever. smell blind to that. No, no. you could not ever. No. Like, uh, unless you're like a necromancer or something, man. Like that's like disgusting. Like that, the smell is even it's you know just leaving a rat in a cage waiting for something to eat it and coming back the next day and it didn't eat. Like, it's awful. And I can't yeah. imagine like you have to be mentally insane to allow that to continually happen. Like, well, that, and to think about how long it had to sit there to get to that point, yeah, yeah, non-existent and just, dude, like you said just this weird blob on some yeah. bedding. 
Did, was I the only one that also noticed that in some of the pictures? Granted, like I only looked through as much as I could take. I couldn't. I, sit I looked there through all of it. I, I, I looked through all of it. I didn't. You know, I looked through the majority, but I was like, I can't keep looking at this dude. But did y'all notice how in some of some of the pictures, like the snake was long dead and decaying, but there was a quail in there that, yeah, like it yeah. hadn't, like it hadn't been in there more than a day. Yeah, you know, like I'm like you're telling me you opened this tub up, dropped in a quail and closed it. Are you fucking serious? Like, it's it blows my mind. So that makes me be like, so did you? Were you truly just not paying attention to anything? Yeah, like nothing at all. I think you can't even like it's to the point to where you can't even play ignorance on that level. Like it gets to the point where it's like you can't even say you just didn't know. It's it. I call thousand percent that's horse shit dude there were some water dishes that still had that much water in it i'm like were you still like like you ain't got you ain't got a blind employee cleaning water bowls it doesn't know any better like you don't what it's just ridiculous and so at first like you know the stuff started the picture some of the handful of the pictures started coming out and you know there's two sides to every story and i'm you know i'm not siding with that asshole by any means but it was one of those things where it's like okay how do we not know that these pictures were from, you know, 10 years ago or it was five pictures taken over the span of, you know, 10 years, seven years, whatever. Not that that makes it any better, but <clears throat> giving him the very brief benefit of the doubt, it was like maybe someone took these forever ago and they've just held them on their phone until they decided that it was, you know, time to throw some dirt out there. But then even still, like, for sure, that thing was still in there. For Whether sure. it was from 10 years ago or last week, that still happened. It wasn't until the other flood of, of pictures and stuff came out that it was like, okay, no, this this is this is a, a pretty sick individual. Um, you cannot tell me you you were in this hobby that you enjoy these animals, that you're passionate about these animals, that you're, you love the species and have that going on. And it's not even necessarily like the dead animals are one thing, but the animals that were sick and still alive, like how the fuck do you walk in, see that just and just boy. shrug it off and be like, well, oh, it needs to eat. Like it, some of those, some of those retics, their mouths were like this wide open. Like they were like so swollen. Dude, there was you one know, that like, didn't have a face. Yeah. It had no snout, no nothing. It was just, it's just opening. It's complete, bo- it's bottom jaw was non-existent. You know, like that's, it's, it's sickening. I, I want to say like, that, that, you know, something's going to come of it or, you know, something's going to happen. But frankly, I don't, I think it's going to be one of those things where people are outraged for, you know, a month and then something else is going to come along and people are going to get outraged about that. And then we're just going to move on and he'll go back to doing what he does. And that's going to be it. But I, it's just like, I don't think we've ever seen to my knowledge, you know, in the hobby or industry, whatever you want to call it community, dare I say, a level of of gross neglect that we, yeah. that like this like I don't I can't recall any time that 
that we've seen something like that happen. Yeah. Uh, I. It's just insane. Generally, I'm not for like government involvement in our hobby. And I'm still not, but I, I feel like we need some level of standards. Like in the, in the EU, in the UK, they have like minimum care standards for reptiles. And we don't have that in the US. And so I think it makes it easier for people to get away with things like this. You know, with dogs, there's standards, right? And an animal can, right. control can come in and like clearly state you're mistreating these animals, you know, but we don't have any of those standards for reptiles. And I don't know that I necessarily I, I want mean, legal standards, but like we got to have some level of self-control where we've got people coming in and like looking at your facility every so often to be like, well, you know. Yeah. And at the, at the very least, if something like this comes about, that person should be in jail. Yeah. Samson should be in jail. Yeah. Period. No ifs, ands, or buts, let alone for the snakes, but apparently he's also dog fighting. You know, like that, and that's that's the kind of the the shitty thing. Like, yes, it's great the things that you know the requirements that are put on with having a dog. Yeah, yeah, I'm not denying yeah. that, but the fact that people just like see all these dead snakes and somebody can like I don't know. I'm sure most of the people here have listened to the NPR episode that dropped recently. I listened to it today. Great episode, Jack. You should listen to it. It was cool hearing him, and you know, because he was, you know, kind of the one that brought everything to light. And you know, the fact that apparently this dude, like, animal control was at his facility, and apparently he sweet talked his way out of it, saying that this is a natural. This just happens. It's part of it. You know, like. Well, see, there's two the things fact there. That anybody could believe that. It's like, yeah. why are you, well, there's the question of did that actually happen or did he just say that happened? And then it's the fact of like, I know what our animal control is like because our buddy Will Jordan, who lives around the corner from me, has been dealing with neighbors that have been calling animal control on him because he breeds boas and he his facility is his garage. And I've seen his mm-hmm. stuff and everything's fine. Like, there's no yeah. issues there. But his HOA does not like the fact that he was breeding snakes in right. his neighborhood. And so they were calling Naturally. animal control. And and he was having to explain to animal control, everything that you see here is normal. Yeah. And animal control, without having any real basis or context, you know, pretty much was like, okay, sure. You know, they don't know that. And I mean, I'm not saying that Will was doing anything wrong because he wasn't. Yeah. Uh, but it's just like it's I feel like it's pretty easy to just tell them, yeah, this is this is how it's done. This is how we do it. Yeah, but, not that, know any better. but that's because it's the same not a time, cat or yeah, a dog. If you're if an I animal saw control that many dead animals, I would also be like uh, like there's no like there's there's no I don't care if you know reptiles, you don't. It doesn't take an animal expert to be like, hmm, something's fucked up here. Yeah. You know, something's wrong, you know, and like the snakes aside. This dude had dead cats in tubs. Yeah. Like yeah. not just house cats, like big cats. I saw a picture yeah. of a lynx just curled up in this tub, just yeah. dead. And King you know? Yeah. Like our yeah. this isn't this is beyond snakes. This isn't reptile abuse or snake abuse. This is animal abuse and neglect. Yeah. Like it's that's not the, that's the problem, is like how do we weed these types of people out when it's 
one of those things where it's like new people coming in, unless that's the first thing they're seeing about an individual, they're not going to know any better. And so those, those types continue and thrive off that first time person who doesn't know any better that, you know, for whatever reason, sees a retic and says, I've never kept snakes before, but that's what I want. Yeah. And, you know, it, it's very hard to self-regulate as an industry when you don't have any control over who's coming in the door first in that, in that regard. And, you know, who's if in the, in the hypothetical show, how are we stopping that? How is that? There's nothing stopping people from, from that being the first table, you know, they yeah. go to in a sense. The most, the most we can do as a community, you know, and I know most shows have banned Samson from vending, except like Repticon. Repticon. Which I, I will likely never go to a Repticon show ever again, solely because of that. But I think the only thing we can do as a community is don't let it die. You yeah. know, like keep. But, I mean, keep, see, that's the problem. Like, how are we going to continue to bang that drum forever? And, yeah, in perpetuity and, it, until... and it won't. And I'm not saying the same guy, but I'm saying get it to the point to where, you know, like this, he can't vend most shows. And I guarantee you, like most people in the community, I've heard about this by now. A lot of people have. I won't say most. A lot have. But, you know, the less publicity he gets from shows the better and you know yeah there's still going to be people that probably buy stuff from because they're unknowing they're new to the hobby whatever but they will likely eventually find out about it and then but he also can't make a living off just the first snake somebody buys he can't it, yeah nobody can yeah I think I think there is room for us to self-regulate, but I, it has to be through Morph Market and and shows doing it themselves. You know, and, I think Morph Market I mean. like it, it's hard to police ourselves. The whole term "police ourselves" is very yeah. difficult. Yeah, but like you're saying, yeah. So I, I think like Morph Market's big enough now where if you're selling something, you're selling it on Morph Market, unless you're selling some weird thing on Fauna Classifieds or. Uh, still selling stuff on King Snake, right? Like majority, and unless you're selling it in person, it's going to be on Morph Market, you know. And I think it's big enough now that, and I think you know, I don't remember his name, but the guy who owns it now, he's doing a good job of being like, yeah, we're not letting you sell on our our website anymore. Granted, that's for Samson, but how many other Samsons are there, and how do we know right. what's going on there? And I think, you know, I'm I'm professionally an auditor so i always think about things from an audit perspective i'm like you know you could morph market could be like yeah so if you want to be a registered seller on morph market you know every two years you got to undergo like a light audit and granted there's costs there that are going to be you know paid for by the people who are morph market sellers and whoever has accounts and whoever buys through morph market so you know that becomes more costly but maybe paying that cost for us as an industry is worth you know, weeding out these people. And so then we can have oversight over who's selling on Morph Market. Yeah. And you know, it's, it sucks to be like, yeah, I have some, I have to have an auditor come through or whatever. But like, if your collection's in good shape, man, like it's not that big a deal, you know? And see, I think the, the, 
that would be ideal, yeah, obviously. Yeah. But the problem with that is, with something like that, is with every state getting that, you're not going to have the right people in every single position. Like I've talked to yeah. many people in Florida who keep venomous, and they're like, "Dude, my guy, my guy sucks. My inspector yeah. sucks. You know, he acts like this. He does this. He questions me." Yeah. about everything about things that are unnecessary he's very obviously uneducated to do this and he's just thrown into a position where he has to yeah and that would be the problem with something like that is like not every state is going to have somebody qualified for every single person that's keeping you know because yeah. we've become a big hobby yeah we're not no we're not on the scale on the grand scheme of things we are a small hobby but as far as we go we have grown a lot we yeah. have, especially in the last like five, 10 years, we have grown exponentially as a hobby. You know, look at Daytona. There's thousands of people that come through there and it's amazing. But when it comes to some, something like that, it makes it, it would make it a lot harder. It would make things a lot more difficult for keepers and breeders, you know? So it's like, where's, where's the middle ground? Yeah. You know? and, and, yeah. And I, I'm, I'm definitely not saying like a government person because I would never want a government person. Yeah, no, no, I know, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, Morph Market could hire me, man. I'll go out there for you know all year just auditing people. I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, but, the governing yeah. bodies of any type, be they sort of formal government or a self-regulatory type thing, make me nervous yeah. because there's a mm -hmm. there's a certain level of at a point you know you get people have subconscious biases and yeah yeah you know objectivity only goes so far for for some people um you know you get into kind of i think dangerous turf there when you yeah. start having a select group of people deciding what's what's worthy and what isn't and there has to be mm -hmm. sort of a, some sort of checks and balances type system which if there's anything we've learned from our own government means absolutely nothing anymore uh, and you get kind of a situation where you have, you know, one or only a handful of people sort of making the rules and the rules slowly over time bend to the way they prefer to do things. And then mm -hmm. it no longer becomes uh, an objective standard. And yeah. so that kind of stuff makes me nervous. And I mean, there's hope that the fact that these types um, like old Sam there, uh, are the extreme minority of the industry. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and I personally think they are. You know, no, I, they I know like, it's a fact I, that they are because yeah, I don't know people that are no, letting animals a, die like that and just I don't not know a caring. single person that does that, you know, so yeah. I think he's definitely one of a few. But, you know, personally, I think the best thing that could happen, and granted, like, this, this probably will never happen, but us growing as, you know, a hobby as much as we have you know i think you know like your animal control guys at the very least those guys should be educated in reptile keeping to an extent that way when something like this comes about it can be addressed properly like granted no it's not the same as dogs because you can drive by a house and see that a dog is in a tiny you know enclosure and it's you know 105 degrees out and you're whatever you know you can see that from a distance in somebody's reptile room it has to be reported but
but at the very least, you know, some of these animal control people can be educated in that aspect. So when that does come about, they can address it properly. Granted, saying that on the podcast, it's not going to make anything happen. It's, right. it's likely yeah. never going to happen, but like it, that, would, that to me would be the most logical thing to do is these yeah. government guys working for animal control, you know, like Beaufort County has an animal control, but they only deal with dogs. And they're rabbit, well, and I, I mean, that's like, they're already understaffed and underfunded, so it's yeah. not like they're yeah. going to have the ability to do that, but it's also, you know, animal abuse and animal neglect isn't solely exclusive to domesticated animals. Like, someone yeah. can look at these things and say, that's animal neglect. Like, Mm-hmm. Will it invoke the same emotional response that dogs or cats would? Probably not. No, it definitely won't. But it would still be if I were an animal control officer and I walked into a place like like Pruitt's and saw it, I'd be like, I would definitely realize that that is not, that can't be right. Exactly. Be like if you kept, if you're in any type of animal control, you know what neglect looks like. Neglect yeah. is very similar from yeah. domesticated animals to reptiles. Neglect is neglect, and you can see it. You know, you may not know exact the exact body shape of a snake, a snake house, you know, something like a you know, like a cat-eyed snake, you know, or a dog tooth snake. Like they are they're very long, very slender, you know, to somebody's naked eye, you'd say that snake's skinny. No, it's right. not. Yeah. You know, but if there's dead snakes. Yeah. All over the place. Yeah. You're From like just, a very high level. Yeah. Yes. You're just stupid yeah. at that point, in my opinion. You know, well, you're not, I mean, again, it's there's not also, that you're uneducated, that you're just, you're dumb. We're like, not getting, I mean, we're also not getting, again, yeah, we're we don't not. have all the, all the yeah. information. You don't have all the details. There's nothing saying that, that in the time that animal control showed up and, and yeah. all this happened that Pruitt didn't super clean everything and probably bleach the hell out of stuff to where you know that's all you were really smelling i don't know i mean I'm, that's speculation i'm not gonna yeah you know it. and i honestly didn't think about that no it's entirely he, possible that he he yeah. cleaned up enough so that when animal control showed up he's like yeah there's nothing wrong here and that's the other thing and like with the amount of animals he had you know they may not have seen all the ones you know maybe he just took yeah. those tubs and put them at the top and said nothing's in those you know those are empty tubs with you know nothing in yeah. them you know, so yeah, there's lots of ways you could have gotten around it. You know, yeah. But, the and, the other side to it is is the retic side, and I need to listen to that episode that you were talking about with NPR about the retics. But yeah, it, I started having, too. having that many retics, like no one should have that many. I think they said he had 400 adult female retics. No one should have that many retics. Like barely anybody can keep one retic properly. Barely anybody. Yeah. Like no one, no one should have that many retakes. I, I like, I yeah. just don't think that, I think that creates a situation, especially when it's driven by money of, of neglect. Like, I think you're driving yourself towards neglect because it's imp- impossible to give the right care and still make money with that many retakes. You know, it's, I, I need That's, to listen to that episode, but that, and I'm going to kind of echo something that um lucas said in that episode and say and i'm not gonna say any one person specifically 
but I am ashamed of the retic community. Other than the guys that are truly dedicated to the species and really doing their best with it, they're open about it. I applaud you guys for doing that. But the retic community as a whole has shut their fucking mouths and hasn't said a damn thing about it. And you see everybody else that's in the colubrids, carpet pythons, other aspects of herpticulture, you know, and they're, they're speaking out, but it's the retic guys that are just not saying a damn thing. And it makes me feel like, why, what are, what are you hiding? What are, what are you, how are you involved with this guy that you don't want to tell anybody? You know, like Lucas came straight up, came out and said, you know, yeah, one of my first retakes came from him. You know, like he, he was kind he even he verbatim, he said he was a mentor to me for, for a short period. And yeah. I respect him so much for admitting that, you yeah. know, like this dude straight up came out. I was like, yeah, I looked up to him. You know, he was, he was a mentor, but anybody else that's had dealings with him hasn't said a damn word about it. And the retail community as a whole hasn't said much about it. You know, like half the 90% of the people I've seen talking about this aren't retic people at all. And it's like, y'all are the ones keeping these things. You need to open up. You need to talk yeah. about this and say it's not, you know, if you're the one of the ones doing it right, you need to speak up. It, but that's, me, that's that's the thing is nobody's like, nobody's doing it right. <laughs> yeah. Like, who's doing it right? If you've got a retic in an eight foot cage, it's too small. And everybody's got a retic in an eight foot cage, you know? Like, and that's, and that's the problem. That's the problem. You know, nobody wants to open up and be like, yeah, you know, I don't have a bunch of dead snakes, but I was keeping mine the same way as him. You know, like it's, yeah, I just, it it drives me insane, man. You know, like some of these guys that are so big into retakes are just quiet. It's, it's nothing but crickets and it's, it's disgusting. Man. Some of them like, have to out of necessity because they realize if that microscope shifts over to them, they are also exactly. in trouble. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and Eric brought up about, you know, in that podcast, he's like, if this happened in the carpet python world, <laughs> up up in arms, dude. Yeah. Everybody in the carpets would jump down your throat in a yeah. New York minute. You know, but because these are mostly retakes and the people out there who are keeping retakes, a lot of them are doing it right. They don't want, they don't want the spotlight on them now, you know, they don't want to be looked into, you know, and it's, it's sad, man. And I, I mean, I on like, overall, I, I don't typically like to bring up stuff like this that's going on, but this is just such a, such a, yeah. extraordinary case of uh, yeah disgusting you know and just yeah it was, it was worth worth chatting about a little yeah, bit it's definitely you know anybody who's listened to us for any period knows we're pretty we're very non-drama we don't we don't really deal with that we kind of steer away from it you know i i personally don't get caught up in a lot of that but like this is this is on a level that the hobby has not seen in a very long time, if ever. It's beyond drama. It's not, it's just, it's it's just abuse. It's just, it's not drama at this point. It's, it's factual. It's not, you know, it's things that are actually have actually happened. 
you know, like this. Can, can we talk about his response for a minute? Did you guys read that? Was it no, the ten, the twenty-page? I yeah. no, I didn't read all of it. I, I didn't skimmed, read it. I skimmed through most of it. It just kept going and going and yeah. going. I was like, I'm not reading all this shit, dude. There's really the fact that you had to write, yeah, a Harry Potter level <laughs> Facebook post yeah. about it. Well, give yeah. me the cliff notes because I've never, I haven't heard about this. Uh, I'm, I'm curious. He like talked about his financial situation, about how that was going down, and about like how no one should take it out on his wife and how his employees were the reason that this happened. He was like, essentially like they were the ones who kept feeding dead snakes. And he was like, I had a heater issue that caused this. And this just happens. Like when you have a large Which one is it? Was it a heater issue or was it employees? Yeah. Yeah. Can we pick a story and stick with it? Even though the employees are the ones that ratted you out. Yeah. That's how that went. Like, yeah, for sure. I think there was like four paragraphs explaining how one of the employees had a vendetta against him and they had like a close personal friendship previously or something. I don't know. It was stupid regardless. It's strange. Yeah. Look, man. It was just excuses. If you have employee, if you have a big enough collection where you need employees, like, do you? I don't ever want an employee. You know, maybe one day when I'm old and retired and I'm doing this full time, have some little teenager that wants to learn about snakes. Yeah, come come clean up some poop for me, buddy. Thanks. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, whatever. But if you have a big enough operation, I have employees. Good for you. That's awesome. But if you have too many snakes to not be able to go through every single snake just to check, just look. You tell me you don't even look at your snakes for months. Yeah. On end, employees or not, you know, like get out of here, dude. You don't give a single flying shit about those animals. Even if he's not checking every single animal, like I would, if I, so I think about places like pet stores, like larger scale pet stores, you know, like what Clint does and Metazotics and stuff. Like I wouldn't, if I were in that position of owning a store like that, like, I would not go through daily and look at every single animal. Yeah, I'm not saying. I I periodically go through and do a random check on various tubs and various sections of different parts of the of the back room and stuff to kind of get a feel for if everything's getting taken care of properly. Because if I've got you know 400 snakes in a room, I'm probably going to go through and look at probably randomly 100 or so of those just to kind of get a feel and get a good idea of if stuff's getting done the way it should be. Like, there's nothing unreasonable about. Even no. just checking on a handful of them, like, yeah, but and that's, what's the baby that's, situation look like? What are the adults yeah. looking like? What about my grow outs, holdbacks, all that stuff? It just and that's kind of what wild. I mean. Like, I'm not saying every single snake every day, but I'm saying like throughout an entire if you do this full time, this is what you do you deal with snakes. So it's yeah. like yeah. you're telling me throughout an entire seven day week, you don't have enough time to go, yeah. Oh, it looks pretty good. You know, yeah. like that animal looks healthy. You yeah. know, like I said, do you could do even a 400 snake collection. You could peek in on them. You can do them yeah. all in a week pretty freaking easily. You know, yeah. like it's. That's what I thought was most ironic about his, his response is the financial situation thing. And it's like, dude, you had zero oversight over your collection you don't know what's dead and what's alive and you're trying to plan breeding and pairs. Like it's hard enough for me to like even plan pairs like two, I'm 
nowhere near breeding, but like two years in advance from now, and I have like three animals that are going to breed. You know, like right. you, he has zero oversight. It's like no wonder you're not making any money. You have no idea. You have no clue what you have, what's paired, because you don't even know if it's alive or not. You know. And I'm it's sorry, like, dude. If you want to make a bunch of money, you're in the wrong fucking business. Yeah, that's just fact. You know, yeah. like you're not gonna, you know, like you know, in um, Lucas brought it up in the, you know, the podcast did with NPR. The guys that are making a lot of money off reptiles, a lot of that money's coming from YouTube, yeah, Instagram. Yeah. You know, guys like Jay and Nerd get a ton of money from social media. Yeah. Like, I guarantee you, yeah. and he said it too. Like if it wasn't for that aspect of things, they wouldn't have the shit that they have. Yeah. You know? Or like, like, you know, you've got, you've got Kabelka with his ball pythons and I'm, he's making, you know, a shit whack of money, but I guarantee you all that dude is doing is looking at spreadsheets you know, understanding what he has and trying to pair it. Like that's a business, you know, and you're, he is yeah. so in the details about that. Yeah. And you know, you gotta be for that kind of thing. To make and I'm money. sure he goes through his snakes a lot. Yeah. You know, like, I don't know Kabilka like at all. I don't know the yeah. guy, but I know enough to not talk bad about him. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like he's successful. I haven't heard a single bad thing about him. You know, and anybody that says anything bad is probably just mad because he's a ball python breeder, you know. <laughs> but, yeah. like, like who cares, you know. Like, he yeah. puts out quality animals. And he's yeah. got quality employees, too. And I'm not saying anything about, you know, Samson. Shout Chaz. Like, <laughs> yeah. And I'm not saying anything bad about, I'm sure, some employees Samson had were halfway decent. You know, if they got it, they managed to get it out to somebody who would post about it, you know. Like, somebody yeah. cared. Somebody obviously gave a shit. It wasn't Samson. Yeah. But, you know, it's just, it's, it's outrageous. It's, 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 yeah, it's outrageous. It's disgusting. It is outrageous. It's pathetic. It's absolutely horrible. And I, I hope all of his animals get compensated 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 hope, fairly compensated. for their time <laughs> i hope honestly like at this point i hope the ones that are sick and on their way out just get put out of their misery and that sounds terrible but half those snakes like they're probably not gonna survive long term in anybody's care you know like the ones that are actually decent which i'm sure there's some you know like get them out of his care and somebody's well that's i mean how care. like he's vending shows like, so he has to <laughs> yeah. have some animals that yeah. are healthy enough to actually put on display so he can sit there and blast Def Leppard and all that other bullshit speakers <laughs> next to him. Like, and that's they the couldn't all be Repticon, horrible. That's the thing that Repticon said. If he continues to pass inspection, he can continue to vet. Like, what kind of inspections See, well, are you doing? One of the so the Repticon thing. I saw a res email response they sent to somebody and it was basically like, we're not going to make a decision off of more or less hearsay. Like they basically said, if legal entities get involved, that's a different story. So I kind of understand yeah. like from one standpoint, they can't just take you know, pictures and be like, Oh yeah, this is, this is bad. Like, yeah, and but I do, I do get that. You get enough complaints about somebody, that should also say something. 
and that and but, that's the that's the thing with it is like it, it, we're dealing with reptiles. Yeah. How often are authorities going to get involved? You know, and can the dude probably bring enough animals to pass the Repticon inspection? Yeah, probably. So I've seen some ass. I've never seen anyone a Repticon go up to a table and say, yeah, that you need to take that off. No, no. but I've seen plenty of reptiles at Repticon that I'm like, yeah, that shouldn't be there. Yeah. Not a healthy animal, you know? I also just don't get the logic of like waiting until it, until it's a bigger deal, you know, because then something, something is going to happen and it's going to be news and maybe people don't care about you know, snakes, except for us. But, you know, if you have a story about 400 rotting snakes in a facility in South Carolina, like rather, and they could have stopped this, they could have stopped him bending, shut down his business. He would have gone out of business like way before, but now instead we have this news story that's going out and all of a sudden, you know, South Carolina legislature is like, Hey guys, like, what are we doing? down here like why do why do any of you guys have this like you guys shouldn't have this if this is the normal way as samson says that that things happen you know and so that's the story that they're getting fed from him and no one's taking a proactive response well people are the repticon's not taking a a proactive response to it and it's like do you guys want business in the future in south carolina because if you do like you should probably be proactive about it you know because stuff like this is how we're gonna get severe laws put on yeah you know like the three of us are south carolina natives and samson has moved to south carolina you know like this is this could be such a huge problem for our state yeah because of one guy yeah (laughs) and if if they're banning retics i guarantee you venomous and crocodilians go with it because that's the package deal that's how it always goes exactly that's the whole trinity big constrictors I'm, and venomous and crocodilians. Still curious yes. if he actually is in South Carolina or not, because someone posted a video of a retic they just got from him a couple of days ago. And I paused the video as they were unboxing, like op- taking the, the box out of FedEx to open it. And the mm-hmm. label still said that it came from Liberty, North Carolina. Really? I heard okay. some I heard somewhere else that he's in South Carolina now. And I think yeah. on the podcast he they, he said something about like there he was in the transition of a new facility yeah. and now he's completely moved supposedly yeah uh, from what i saw in the the facebook group is that he moved in 2023 to south carolina so yeah. um but i you know that's all I don't. This hearsay. was just on. This was That's just sixteenth. Right? So. I, when I paused and looked at the date that that label yeah. was sent to ship, it was sixteenth. So I don't know. I, it might be one of those things. He still has some animals in North Carolina, and he's got majority here or something like that. You know, and he's. I mean, who knows? Nobody. Nobody fucking knows. The the but, two work together though. It's still the same. Like you know, when North Carolina does something, yeah. North Carolina tends to you know, be right there, whether or not they actually do it. You know, we got lucky with the venomous loss a couple of years ago. Um, yeah. But, you know, that was that was all around the time of the Cobra Kid, which happened in North Carolina, you know. So whatever happens in North Carolina is, you know, everyone in South Carolina hears it too. Yeah. I mean, exactly. and we've already seen it with the ban on selling native stuff over a certain size. You know, or it even leaving the state over a certain size, you know, and which, yeah, it sucks, but it's 
it's not that outrageous. No, my, and, you know, yeah, like, nothing about it that I'm like, man, I'm, this this is horrible. I gotta go make sure they appeal it. Like, yeah. no, I understand why they did it. I think it was overkill when you're including a bunch of other stuff outside of what was really the problem, which was turtles and, and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, right. But it could have been way worse. You know, is yeah, it, it the legal not... foot in the door? Yes, that that that's the most concerning part to me. Is like, okay, if they're what's what's next? Like, what's that next inch that they're going to get? And they continue to gain inches and gain inches and gain inches, and yeah. then, you know, it just gets worse and worse. But... Yeah, and I'm not complaining about the laws that are put on. Like, it's going to help with people coming from out of state and just grabbing the nicest corn snakes they can see and yeah. taking them elsewhere you know like uh, and i get it you know i'm not complaining about that i'm just saying it's it's the start of something that could be much bigger and much worse and i'm nowhere near against like people having to go through some type of license yeah you yeah know? like if i had to go get a license just to keep native colubrids and if that meant i could sell a rat snake over 21 inches i would do it and yeah, heartbeat, you know, like I have no problem with that, whether it be training, whatever. And I fully think people need to go through training for venomous. Yeah, maybe not as extensive as Florida's laws, but I also don't disagree with it. I know it kind of it's annoying for good people who want to keep venomous. I know it, it's hard and it takes a long time, but like having some type of license and training to deal with, you know, these things is not a bad thing. It's the all-out bans that are yeah. going to be a problem, and it's guys like Samson that are going to cause those types of issues. You know, I would I would feel like so much better if we had a permit system for like crocodilians in South Carolina. Yeah, like I there are days I worry all the time. I'm like, is is the are they going to drop the hammer on us? You know, like, but if I had a permit, I wouldn't really be worried about that. You know, I'm right. like, good, I'm licensed, like things probably aren't going to change, you know? Right. You know, and so that's, that's the slippery slope of it is, like, it it'll go from is, yeah. zero. You can do and have whatever you want to. You can't have any of it. Yeah. You know, yeah. like that's a real easy line to cross. Yeah. And uh, with, with the native stuff, it's like, for me, I, I feel like a state has every right to regulate its native wildlife, you know? And so I, if they want to put in native laws, like that's fine, you know? Right. And I think, you know, it's not so restrictive. Like, thank God we don't have Georgia's laws, you know, where they can't even have like a morph corn snake, you know, like they obviously worked with industry because they were like, okay, people are getting these for pets below 21 inches. You know, if you go to PetSmart and you get buy a baby corn snake, it's going to be 10 inches or whatever, you know? So they, they could tell, you know, that we still want people to be able to have these as pets and we're writing that into the law, you know, right? which, which I kind of appreciated and, and yeah. respect and Absolutely. definitely understand the turtle law because man, I don't want like my kids to not be able to see box turtles in the wild. Exactly. You know, like that is the coolest thing. Yeah. And I, I, I want that. And so if this law, you know, the turtle survival Alliance is located in South Carolina and they were heavily involved in making the law and if they think it's going to be best, you know, I, I trust them. They're one of the best organizations um, that I, you know, donate to regularly and I encourage everybody to. And, you know, they know what's good for turtle conservation. They're at the forefront of all of it. So if they're behind the law, you know, I'm good with it. But obviously that makes things somewhat difficult sometimes. But I'm willing to put up with that kind of thing so that way the wild stuff is is protected. And I think we need more of that 
in the community because I think a lot of times we think about what I personally can keep and I don't want that regulated, but we don't think about like the conservation side of it and protecting what's out there. Right. So I'm all for that. Yeah, man. Well, <laughs> that's a heavy one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. On that note, Jack, I should probably wrap this up. Where can, uh, where can people find you contact you if they want to talk some turtles? Yeah, man. Uh, Jack Oliver reptiles on Instagram. Uh, I'm on Facebook too, but it's just my personal page, Jack Oliver. Um, definitely my messages are open. So definitely talk, talk turtles with me. Toodles. Toodles. I like toodles. I like toodles. <laughs> <laughs> Snapping turtle. Yeah. Big old snappers. Well, yeah. Once again, this episode was brought to you by blackboxcages.com. You want a cage, you want a rack, black box is where it's at. Check them out. You can find all the goods. I got a whole half a wall of racks right here. Got a cage, two, another cage. Use the code in. THN at checkout. Use code THN Save yourself some money. Save yourself some cash. We good to go. Get yourself a rack, get yourself a cage, then head over to stevesnakesuary.com, get the whole lineup of Venom Hot Sauce. Then after that, head over to fulviusapparel.com, uh, get yourself a shirt or a hat or 20 shirts, and use the code SENDIT. If you live in the U.S., get free shipping now till the end of the month. Um, I will be putting some new stuff up this weekend, and I, have, I haven't been working on many designs lately. I've been busy. Work's been just crazy so i haven't had a whole lot of brain power by the time i get home to work on more but um no snakes and stogies monday because phil is moving so i think uh, i'm just gonna take the night off maybe see if pain shab's free i doubt he is because it's mondays he's usually busy but either way this has been a good episode thank you everyone we'll see you all later sir sure.